We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Did you know that you could invest in crypto through your retirement account? That's right. iTrust Capital allows you to invest in over two dozen of the most popular cryptocurrencies. And unlike the stock market, you can buy and sell 24 hours a day. With iTrust Capital, you also get the tax benefits of a retirement account while investing in crypto. Visit iTrustCapital.com to start investing today. That's iTrustCapital.com. Taxes and conditions may apply. Fees apply. Cryptocurrencies are a speculative investment with risk of loss. iTrust Capital Incorporated does not provide legal, investment, or tax advice. Consult with a qualified legal investment or tax professional. Collins driving, almost lost the handle. Chalmers for the tie. Got it in two seconds. Unbelievable. He throws. Got used to tell me those places are great but there's no place like Kansas. Episode 22, Ain't No Seats podcast. Shout out to the GOAT, Andrew Wiggins, but not really the, the goat. GOAT. But my guy, I love Andrew Wiggins. I Episode thought, 22, we've made it a long way. I thought you were about to call me the GOAT. You literally looked at me. but Not quite. Not quite. But, B-Turn, how you doing? What it do, baby? <laughs> Shout out to the board man, Kawhi. AB, how you doing? Not too bad. Let's answer some questions, folks. Let's do it. So, yeah, that's what we're going to do today. Not sure if you guys saw on Twitter. We There's not a ton to talk about when it comes to new news in the KU basketball world. So, we figured we would just uh, do a little Q&A episode and got a lot of good questions. We got basketball questions Football questions, and then some just completely random questions that have nothing to do with sports, KU, or anything. So, should be fun. Should be interesting. We will, uh, I don't know, let's just get right to it. Uh, Q&As. Q&As. And just to let the listeners know, my guy, AB over there is rocking the It's KJ Lawson time shirt. I sure am. One of the best Jayhawks ever. I yes. mean, his legacy is just unbelievable. Here. Hang him in the rafters. So. 
That but, might be one of our answers lately to the Rafters question. KJ <laughs> Lawson. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but speaking of shirts, go buy a self-2020 shirt. Debates start tonight. Um, the KJ Lawson shirts went up for 20 minutes? Uh, it was overnight. We put them up like 7 at night, and in the morning we woke up oh, to really? an email. Okay. Remember well, his mom liked it or retweeted yeah. it on Twitter? Yeah. yeah. And then we thought we were good, and then they were Gandhi. <laughs> yeah. Didn't we, retweet it on Instagram, but retweeted it on Twitter. Yeah, they were taken Did off. I say Instagram? Dude. No, you just said retweeted on Twitter, but I mean, <laughs> yeah. what else you going to retweet on? Nitpicking. You're but, hilarious. Uh, yeah, so the KJ Lawson shirts did not last very long due to copyright issues. Neither do we. Uh, but. But go support our president. Billy Self, yes. Billy Eugene Self, <laughs> Hall of Fame coach, best yes. in the country. Yes. So he should be the president of our country. Yes. Buy a shirt, Self 2020. They're on our Twitter. Um, all right, let's get in the Q&A. First question comes from actually a K-State fan, friend of the pod, but he's a K-State fan, uh, Scott Wildcat. I think he's making this episode possible. <laughs> yeah, he asked a lot of good questions, and uh, – They'll be interesting to answer. A lot of, you know, they made us think quite a bit. So pretty impressed for a K-State fan to get us thinking like that. First one, who is the one KU basketball player without a national championship that you most wish would have won one? I'm going to swing it to you, B-Turn. Who do you got? So for these questions, can we kind of give, like, our main answer but kind of give other answers too, like ones we kind of debated to do? For I say sure. we go around first, just in case. Like okay. I have an yeah, answer that steal might be your secondary answers. one. But. I'm gonna go fan favorite guy that was here for four years, Frank Mason. I That's just a think good one. he was here. Fre- remember his freshman year, our freshman year. Like everyone was so excited about that team. That team had everything. Frank was on that team. Yep. He was on the team that lost to Villanova in the Elite Eight. The Oregon year that everyone probably. I mean, I definitely thought that team was winning it after we beat Purdue. So. Yeah. And then he won Player of the Year senior year, so it's like we had a I top mean, four pick, and then we had Frank. So I feel like Frank should have got one while he was here. Oh, for sure. I mean, you could argue that Frank back-to-back seasons went into the NCAA tournament where KU was playing better basketball than anybody in the country. We were the number one overall seed the year we lost to Villanova. We were the number two overall seed, but playing at an incredible level, uh, especially in that NCAA tournament. So for him not to even get to a Final Four is heartbreaking. Uh, so that's a really good answer, but I went a little different route. I almost kind of went with a duo because I don't know how you choose between these two guys. They're kind of like one. Um, Kirk Heinrich and Nick Collison, those dudes got as as close as you can get to winning a national title, and it just felt like you know Roy's last year, they were seniors. They'd played on some really good teams, been to a Final Four. It just felt like they deserved that national title. They were better than that Syracuse team. They were... They had beaten Duke, Arizona. They had just won in the Final Four by a billion points against Dwayne Wade and Marquette. So it was just like – it just felt like it was destiny. College basketball always has those seniors that go out on top. I don't know. It just felt like they should have done it. So I'm going Kirk and Nick. I don't know how you want to call that. Maybe even throw Roy in there. I sure wish Roy would have got a natty. I mean, it's insanely frustrating that Roy's won three at Carolina since yes. he left and didn't win one here. It makes me want to, I don't know, I mean, just shit, the worst. you beat Maryland in 0-2, you might go back-to-back. I know. As crazy just... as that sounds, but 0-2, they beat Maryland, they probably win it too. <laughs> yeah. Indiana was not that good. Oh, my God. Yeah. We would have destroyed Indiana. Everyone yeah. knew who was winning that title game. Oh, yeah. That title game was the Maryland-KU Final Four game. God, that Maryland team was good. It's like so. Nova and KU two years ago yep oh sucks man but ab what do you got 
Um, I went a little different of a route. I went with T Rob, uh, just because okay. he was easy to root for. All the personal stuff that happened when he was here. Mm-hmm. Plus, he was on like two of the best teams in the self era. I would think that 2010 team was yeah. bananas, and then 2011 was super good too. For sure. And then 2012, he actually got to the title game. <laughs> yeah. So like, I mean, I know he was only here three years, but he was one of the best players in the country that year. And That's obviously, true. with his family situation going on, he was easy to root for. So absolutely, I would like to give him one, but should have won tough. in 11. Yep. We should have won in 11. Yeah, I mean, just should have. It was on a platter. We mention this all the time. But, uh, yeah, I mean, T-Rob would have been a huge part of that. Like, he was part of the reason that team was so good because it's like we throw the Morris twins at you and one of them needs a rest. Well, now we're throwing a freaking – he was going to be a lottery pick probably if he left that year. Mm -hmm. So, the fact that we just had a casual lottery pick coming off the bench, like, that was just awesome. So, it sucked we didn't get one in 2011, and it just sucked that he didn't finish it off in 2012 as close as we – came um how sad is it that that 2010 team didn't make it out of the first weekend <laughs> i mean it's just i guess on senior year the stories we hear now though it's almost like that was kind of brewing yeah that team was like not winning a national title based but. off what sharon told us what tyshawn told us when it just came to yeah like you said chemistry i don't that think team that team lost was three games that's yeah. how insane they it were was, and yeah, including northern people iowa, right? yeah two we had two losses going to that northern iowa game God. yeah i think we went 30-something and three. Yeah, 32 and three, and three, I think. Yeah. something like that. Insane. Um, but wow. So, Q&A episode has gotten off to a depressing start. And My now other... that I think about it, what a job by Scott Wildcat to just get us talking yeah, about our worst losses. Triggered. I have a toss-up, though, because <laughs> I know this isn't a question, but is the 2011 loss worse than the 2017 loss? Just because – so I know when you actually look at the teams, yes – but that KU team in 2017, Frank was national player Dude, of the year, uh, and there were real conversations that we had the two best players in the tournament, and we're in fucking Kansas City. Yeah. And that Oregon team, I mean, who, who was hurt Why for them? Why are we doing this? Freaking Boucher. Uh, Boucher, yeah. yeah. So, like, they were like... Oh, all everything you just said, NKC, yeah, we player were, of the year, top We were a 10-point favorite in a lead-eight game. Remember how good and got fun? blown out. <laughs> Remember how good Detay was I that know. year, too? Like, the Purdue game had 26. We put Ugh. up 100 against Purdue. Yeah. Vick 30 doing... balled them. Yeah, it was like 60 to 56. LeGerald had that 360 dunk, and we won by 75. It was over. You want to talk about, like, destiny. Like, I talked about Kirk and Nick, Kine, uh, Nick Collison. Like, those dudes, it just felt like they needed to win a national title. It just felt like Frank Mason was going to win National Player of the Year, lead us to a national title, and go out as – he literally would have gone down as a top-five Jayhawk of all time. Oh, yeah, and I think Josh – yeah. Numbers wise, maybe not the best freshman, but I think he was definitely my favorite freshman under Bill. Yeah, for sure. Best like, one Wiggins and done was, we've had. Wiggins, Wiggins had better numbers. Great numbers, but, but just they're different mentality just, wise. Like Jackson Josh just is actually a the dog. Like, yeah. That backcourt was insane. Yeah. I thought those three right there can win you a title and yeah, just didn't it, hit shots against Oregon and they made the most oh, insane shots yeah. ever. But to circle back to what A B was saying, like that 2011 loss was as bad as it gets because we would have literally slept walked to a national title. We would I have played, so we played 11 seed VCU, then we'd play 8 seed Butler and <laughs> yeah. 3 seed UConn. Yeah, was that but, Kimba so, or was that Shabazz? So, that was Kimba. But to that's think that's a really good question though. The toss up. I mean, 2017 gets more painful by the year because you look back on it and you're just like what? I was thinking back to it like the other night and I was just how does that happen? We 30 balled 
Purdue, and they had the second best player in the country. Swan again, yes. Isaac Haas or whatever. Yes, he was really Mm -hmm. good. They had shooters. The whole thing was, oh, we don't want to see Purdue because we were small. We were playing Josh at the four, and And they had Haas. We thought Landon would get exposed. Which, mm. and then they had that other kid too, but still there, right? Yeah, the weird looking Harms was he there? I feel like they just cycle in seven foot awkward white guys. But Edwards was there too, right? Yeah, he was young still, but he was, I mean, really good. I mean, yeah, that team was just stacked. They had that dude who had that weird shot, the white kid over Mm. his head. Yeah, I can't remember. You know who I'm talking about? Uh, He was like number three, right? I can't think of his name, but I know you're talking about. I don't know who you're, I I know exactly, I can picture him. He's just kind of like a little stocky dude, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Just... 2017, just that team had some of my favorite KU players ever. So that and everything hurts, set up for us. 11 yep. was the title, man. Ugh, God. Like that, We've had two regionals in Kansas City and haven't got a Final Four out of it. But yeah, it also hurts that Frank didn't even make a Final Four. Yeah. I thought we would have easily beat Oregon. I remember when they were in our region and everyone was talking about how they were hurt. and They yeah. almost lost to Rhode Island, too. First yep. round. Yep. But, so, wow. Yeah, very painful start. My and other answer was going to be probably Detay or Wayne Simeon. Wayne yeah. <laughs> Wayne Wayne's a good one. Uh Detay, it was almost like it sucked that he didn't win a natty, but like he uh he got to the final four. So like I don't feel like we missed out as much as we did with Frank. I'll tell you another one. Wilt. Oh my god. Wilt not winning a national title. Bananas. Should have lost in three O T in the title. Yeah. Who I think we'll get to that game later. Could stop that guy when he was in the NBA. And then think about him in college. Yeah. Playing against dudes eight like foot, us. Yeah, he's eight foot twelve. Yeah. He didn't win a title. Brutal. So we'll get to that more later, I yeah. think. Yeah. All right. So we're gonna transition into more fun stuff. Who is the number one basketball recruit that got away? A B, I'll swing this one to you. I didn't even get one down. Okay. Um, good job. So, good yeah, prep. No, I, I just I don't know. You guys follow recruiting a lot closer than I do. Yeah. The one that came to mind originally originally was Aiton just because I thought he was a lock yeah. but then I started thinking of like that team like how would we play you thought he was a lock or knew he was a lock knew he was a lock <laughs> he yeah. was I can't believe that's the funniest recruitment ever right yeah. like I honestly laughed and when it he shows put on too. the Arizona hat right but like I mean when you think of all the stuff that happened with him as far as the FBI investigation yeah that would have put us in deep shit plus like does he fit with Udoka and Silvio and all those dudes like yeah, we probably would have had to go two bigs. Doke isn't coming off the bench. I wouldn't think that's true. Would so then we weird. sit like Legerald or Svee, probably Legerald. Oh, yeah, Legerald. Yeah, I mean, my but... issue is not with putting Legerald on the bench, but it, it is. How do you play two seven footers in the way college basketball was? Right. And Aiden can stretch it a little bit, but yeah. I mean, he's. Nah, I'd like to have him. I mean, it's an interesting answer. I don't rim. think it's one we lose sleep over. Um, it, I think it was originally. Yeah. It's crazy how Bill's self-recruiting always works out, though. Like, yeah. with Aiton, we would have gotten in trouble, probably. Oh, my God. I mean, Can you imagine? Was, you th- I'm sure Adidas was paying him to come here. Like, Yeah. I mean, Nike, offered, yeah. Nike Arizona just, just offered more. I'm not going to be naive and say that, oh, well, Zion didn't go to Duke for free when we were offering him money, but I'm not going to think <laughs> yeah. that we weren't offering Aiton money yeah, when exactly. Arizona We're not going to be Duke so. fans. They're like, They're, they come to Kansas for the brotherhood. Yeah. Oh, That's the God. only reason. Oh, it is. Those people are the worst. So, Duke Aiton, doesn't cheat. Aiton's an interesting one. It would have been a nightmare having the Aiton news because he would have been in the FBI. We had the Zion Preston stuff, and Preston, even Sylvia. Josh, Silvio. Like every there was that would have been a lot of people linked to us. So, can you yeah. imagine that Aiton Doke front court that year? It would have been large. We probably win the title. I mean, maybe. I, I been, still it think it's tough hard to, to play that because that's like not a way to beat them. Yeah, they kind of exposed us for. Aiton's got to guard Pascal. Like Pascal's still oh having God. the same game Hot he take. had. Hawks get the number one overall seed if we get Aiton, and we don't play Nova. 
Oh, so we lose to them in the national title game. Maybe. I'm just kidding. What if they don't get there because they're scared (laughs) of DeAndre? All right. Am I going next or you? Uh, I'll go. Okay. I kind of went a different route. I kind of thought of it as who a certain team was missing, and I know this 2015 team probably, I think, the worst team in the Bill Self era. Uh just because it wasn't that like unhealthy. Like last year we had health issues. But 2015, I just think on that whole season, that team sucked pretty much the whole year. They just weren't fun to watch. Either. Yeah. Uh, I went with Jaleel Okafor, and here's my reasoning. I think had he not done the package deal with Tyus Jones, he was a lock to Kansas. I think he wanted to be a Jayhawk. That's what like everyone seemed to think. And that team was lacking a center. Like we were starting Perry and Jamari at times, like a six foot seven, six foot seven front court. I think Landon ended up playing a lot, didn't he? Yeah, he, he ended up playing late, but a lot of that season, like Jamari and pa- Perry were starting together, and like Cliff was coming off the bench, like. And that hurt too, because Perry got hurt late in the year. So in the yep. tournament, he was like, whatever, seventy percent, eighty percent. Yeah, so I think Jaleel would have been huge for us. And obviously, Jaleel hasn't worked out in the NBA, but like he was great at Duke. I mean, so. yeah, it hurts that he won a title. We had to see him actually yes. like win one. So. so I would say Jaleel, like that one stung because, one, it stung times two because we thought we had a shot at Tyus Jones. And he would have probably started for that team, obviously, as well. Like Frank wasn't Frank yet. So. Frank yeah, quietly was pretty frustrating in the beginning. Oh of yeah, his he was he would just driving. He had the squatted. same mindset. He would just go in as a yeah. six foot guard and just get thrown for sure. So I went with Jaleel. I don't. It's there's probably some other ones that like broke my heart more, but just when you look at the need that team needed, I, I thought Jaleel. B turn. I'm gonna go Julius Randall. Yeah, just because like, every we wanted him so badly, and I know. I remember Matt Scott was saying that we were getting him. Yeah, and he was. Do you want to hear the most disgusting front court potential that could have been? Yes. Julius Randle, Joel Embiid. Andrew Wiggins at the three. Oh, my God. Gah. Perry That's coming disgusting. off the bench. Tark yeah. Black was quietly good that year coming yeah. off the bench. Insane. I just I felt like if we would have got him, like, and it would have helped too because think when Joel went down, we have Julius, Perry. Yeah. That team still would have had a chance to go deep. I think if you have Julius – with that, I think you get by Stanford, and then who knows? I mean, <laughs> yeah. Julius ended up playing in the title game that year, didn't he? Sure yep, did. he had a huge NCAA tournament. So, But like I said earlier, you guys follow recruiting. Was there a point guard that year that we just missed? Because that's what that team really needed was Nadir, Nadir Tharp not running point guard. Yes, but let's let's be nice about Nadir. I he might, Nadir. He might be on the show. Nadir, <laughs> he's my guy, but I'm just like saying, like as far as like team talent goes, like if that team has an elite point guard, they're probably – yeah, no, 100%. You know that's saying? always kind of what I thought about. Who was point guards? I don't want to sit here and think about it. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you're right. If there was a point guard we missed out on during that process, uh, that offseason, I think that's one you look at because we desperately – We really could have used Pairing one. Wiggins with a good point guard I think would have helped him a lot scoring. You know a name in, we haven't talked about that would have helped insanely last year, an insane amount? Who? Romeo Langford. A shooter? Yes. That would have been huge. He yes. would have played. He would have ended up probably playing over Q or. Yes. Yeah. It would have been probably like Devon Ochai Romeo. Yeah, 
No, we needed a shooter. I would have never gotten his red shirt pulled, though. Yeah, That's I true. mean, a lot of what ifs, but Romeo was huge. I remember we thought we were for sure getting him for a little bit. We picked up some steam, but I think he was probably never leaving Indiana. Well, his dad um, said it was like he didn't want to have oh, his son yeah, go FBI. to school because the FBI stuff. Which... And then another one I wrote down was Terrence Ferguson. We missed out on him twice. Yeah, and then he like committed to three, yeah. two other schools, and then ended up playing overseas. So <laughs> glad you we guys avoided have that. Yeah. Too Bradley Beal. We probably oh, won the title oh that year. We talked about that this too. So That's when I first started following recruiting. He just looked like a guy that was going to be in a Kansas uniform. He just had yeah. that look. And then we went to the title game that year, and we were not very deep. Our bench was not very good. Yeah, like Ty huge. said, if we had Macklemore, we win it. If we I promise, Beal. if we had Beal, we win it. So, yeah, that I, one hurts too. Um, remember how badly we wanted to get a point guard too, like Devontae's senior year. Like we were going after Colin Sexton, Trayvon Duvall. Duvall, we really wanted, yeah. And then that's what I'm saying. It usually works out. Oh yeah, Duvall. We had sucked. Malik go, go off. Yeah. Devontae. Mm-hmm. We ended up beating Duvall. Yeah, Duvall. Speed, Duvall played good against us in that lead eight, but yeah, I mean it. It always works out just like we saw what Bill just did. Um, we panic about things, and he always figures out how to do it. Um, Moving on, kind of on the same trend, who, God, I now realize Scott Wildcat just wanted to get us talking about negative things. <laughs> Who's the number one basketball recruit, recruiting bust in the South era? There's we only one answer. We I don't got to spend really too much to time on this, it. I don't think, uh, and it sucks because it just happened, but I think it's Quentin Grimes. I think it is. It just is. Like He had every opportunity. He played every minute he could possibly play. He started every game. And he was healthy. And, and Bill he, hyped him up like crazy. Yeah. I've never and seen Bill hype someone up that no, much. No, Bill loved him. So And then everyone, the first game he played, he went off. It yeah. was like yeah, selfie. I mean, like, he it was like the biggest over. tease of all time. That so, off season, everyone's like, what can Grimes not do? Like, Grimes does everything. Pass. He can run the point. Shoot. Finish. Yeah. Like, say this out loud. Eight months ago, real NBA people said that Quentin Grimes would go above Zion Williamson. <laughs> and then you look at that now, and it's just, like, hilarious to think. Insane. Zion turned into this, like, like I don't yeah. even know how to put it, but, like, this superstar in Q had to transfer he was a out. a top-five pick. Like, yeah. everyone yeah. had him as a top-five pick, at least a top-ten or a lottery pick. Mm-hmm. And now tough. he's transferring and not playing yeah. this year. Yeah, just it – about as bad as it possibly could have gone for him. It sucks. Uh, but, yeah, I think he's the biggest bust. I mean, we've had some other ones. I know shit happened with Selby, but that would be my answer. Just because that was easily the most excited I've ever been for a recruit, Selby. No one yeah. stops him. Still your slant name. Yeah. <laughs> we want Selby 32. Uh, but, yeah, Selby and that team. God, imagine if Selby was amazing that year. Like, if Selby was Selby, I think. Yeah. I, I hate doing the what-ifs, but. Selby's the number one recruit. Like him he's playing play, over him, Tyrell or him Brady. playing with yeah, Tyshawn, beat, like that's unreal. We probably beat VCU if he's. Oh, yeah, I, I would mean, hope so. People probably had Selby as a top five, top three pick. Oh, absolutely! Like I thought he was going to be like our John Wall. Like it was just after John Wall left Kentucky, he was like, "Oh, we're going to have the number. Like we're going to have a top three NBA pick." Like, yeah, that didn't work out. Um, but I give Selby a pass sometimes because I do think he was super. I think he was hurt. Um, it's been talked about in those books after the season, but like he was really hurt and probably should have, he had a stress fracture in his foot and probably should have sat out the rest of the year, but he, he knew he couldn't get drafted if he did that. So Shaq Diallo was kind of the same way as Josh too. Yeah. Missing games at the beginning of the year and then just never really finding his, anything. Yeah. 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 I mean, that team is stacked, but God, it felt like he could have got some more minutes. Cliff, I think was one we obviously talked about, but 
I don't know. We don't got to touch too much on that. Let's it's, get into some fun stuff. But I yeah. think the answer, Quentin, Selby, Cliff, those are probably the main three that God, would come to our mind. We had good Shaq instead of Landon. <laughs> yeah. I mean, even that just Villanova in that year. game. Uh, or no, I guess that was the year before. Yeah, that Villanova. I don't know what. We needed someone athletic against freaking Jordan Bell in that Oregon game. But we are not getting back into that Oregon game. Um, let's move on to some exciting things. Who's the one player who exceeded your expectations versus his recruiting profile? I think there's a really obvious answer, so I guess we can talk about that first. Is that I, who you have written down? I have him, I think. Yeah. Frank. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Frank I just, the tank. He was so like overlooked in that class with Wiggins and Wayne and Joe and even Brandon and Frank Camp. <laughs> yeah. That and class then, like, is insane. Yeah. Just those names. But like we kinda of talked about earlier, he played from the jump. Like he I don't know if he started his freshman year ever, but he definitely played, and then he turned out to be National Player of the Year. And I mean, I, I think that's the obvious answer. Started to be boring, but yeah, everyone yeah. knows his story. Towson commit, and then he was. I was looking at rivals earlier. He's like a top eighty guy, and but who expects him to? Probably, I mean, you can make the case that he's the best point guard in KU history. <laughs> you really can, Sometimes, which is I crazy. Mean, I don't know who I'd take between him or Sharon. Probably yeah. Frank, just because the one year he had. But national, I mean, when you look at like accolades, like it, I mean, I guess he doesn't have the NCAA tournament success, but even like a year, of the year. year thing, we've he never, might have had the best like single year of the Bell Self era. Yeah, we've think. never had a player yeah. of the year, it's right? Like, just so he consistent. He was 80th ranked recruit, least talked about in that class. He's playing in the NBA now, one player of the year. And he did like he set like Big Twelve record, like the he averaged like twenty five and five, which had only been done by like, like that, yeah. yeah, like it was a really rare stat line. So he just did so much. Frank obviously exceeded the one name I put down because I thought Frank was a pretty easy one, and I knew you guys would go with that. I went with Brady Morningstar, and here's why: he was like not even in the top one fifty. A local Lawrence kid who I think everyone just kind of thought he was going to come in and almost ride the bent maybe maybe people didn't expect that but me as like a seventh grader i didn't ever expect brady morningstar to play meaningful minutes at kansas and he ended up redshirting and plays like three really big years at ku uh that the year after the natty he was like a decent part of that team and then obviously 2010 2011 he played a lot of minutes so I thought he ended up being awesome. He's a great defender. I think Bill loves him as a defender and obviously was a great shooter. So when you look at just ranking compared to where he ended up and the legacy he kind of left for himself, it wasn't just a walk-on like I expected. So I went Brady Morningstar. Um, Not a bad pick. Yeah. I don't know who else we – That's a really – I mean, Tyrell could be one. He was probably in the hundreds. He played a lot. Hopefully Tyrell's listening, our guy. Yeah, Tyrell Reed. We heard he maybe listens to the pod. <laughs> he listened to one we know for sure, but hopefully he listens to more, and hopefully he comes on the show. Um, so, moving on, who is the one jersey not in the rafters that should be? I thought this one was really tough because, obviously, we've just had so many good players. Um, I'll start with this one, I guess. I, I went with Aaron Miles, and... I mean, he's the all-time assist leader. He went to two Final Fours leading the team. Like, he was the point guard as a freshman and a sophomore um, in 02 and 03. Went to two Final Fours, and uh, nobody looked as good as him on the basketball court either. Like, that headband with those blue uniforms and the Jordans, like, 
There's no basketball player that's ever looked better on a basketball court than Aaron no. Miles. That alone should have him in the rafters. Well, he was Tyshawn's number one overall pick, too. <laughs> yeah. People forget that. All-time draft, Tyshawn. I guess we were doing it by position, but Tyshawn took Aaron Miles over everybody, so pretty crazy. I'll go with another guy that was pretty swagged out on the floor. That was A-Miles' teammate, big yeah. Keith Lankford. Yeah, I feel like Keith is like a lot of people's, at least like one of your favorites, like any KU fans. Yeah. Especially a bunch of people our age that kind of grew up watching I, those teams. Like Keith was awesome. I almost think Keith Langford's one of those guys you didn't appreciate as much in the moment. And then as you like kind of go on years later, you're like, holy shit. Like wa- going back, watching old games, like, yeah. Keith Langford is freaking he's incredible. He's top 10 in scoring. I think he's like seven or eight right <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, he's like eight. And there was, I mean, he just played with so many good guys. And that's really why Aaron Miles and Keith probably aren't in the rafters because those first few years, I mean, Nick Collison was scoring. Kirk Heinrich was scoring even the year before that, like Drew Gooden was scoring. So and then he played with Wayne, right? Yeah, Wayne so Simeon Wayne just force fed him with Bill. So right. those dudes could have. I mean, Keith Langford probably could have scored even more. But yeah, those are two. I don't know. Did you? Did I you had Langford as well. But I guess if we're going on the fly, um, not to sound like a fanboy since he's come on, but Tyshawn is a real case. I mean, That's he started all one. four years. He went to a Final Four, went to a national title game. Um, yeah, I mean. I, he might have his turn coming up. We still haven't gotten to like that era. The last ones were Cole and Sharon. Yeah. So like the next one would be that 2012 team with T. Rob, yeah, Marcus T. Morris for the year for before. Sure. Like, yeah. So I mean, he might be up there soon, but I it's, mean, you don't find many four-year starters at Kansas. Exactly. So. We've talked about that. Tyson has an interesting case just because he was so good for four consecutive years, like consistency. No wise. one really starts at KU for four years. Yeah. I can't really think of anyone. No, I mean. Yeah. Frank Frank played all four years, but I don't know. Yeah, it didn't Devontae start. Kind of did too, but yeah, I don't know. I think we hey, Miles did Miles. Miles started all four years, and that's why uh, I think yeah, he's one to concept, go up there. But... So it'll be interesting if Tyshawn gets up there. It'll also be interesting. I think Perry is one that will be very close. Uh, never like a first team All American. Never went to a Final Four, but just another one of those dudes that from Stat his machine. sophomore year to senior year was just so consistent forever. So. I don't know. Perry might get up there because of the academic thing. There's some rule. I think it's what made Cole Aldridge like a lock. Um, obviously, well, Aldridge. Winning the but, title. Yeah, but. I mean, Aldridge deserved it regardless. But, like, I think there's something where if, like, you're all academic and I don't know. Think about Perry's numbers compared to Cole. I feel like Perry has as good numbers as anyone. Yeah, I mean, it's the from only points, person like yeah, or not the only one, but one of the few that's top ten in points and rebounds, or top twenty in points and rebounds, or something like that. Yeah, I, I know mean, Danny's up there, but I always felt like Perry could have got more rebounds. So I never really yeah. thought of him as like a great rebounder. But yeah, if he is top twenty in rebounding, then that even does show how good he was because I didn't even think of him as a good rebounder. And all it was of a sudden, a volume thing because he yeah. played a lot all four years, like we just said. There's not a lot of guys that do that, so. Yeah, so Perry, Tyshawn, those dudes will be interesting. I would assume since Aaron Miles hasn't been, he probably is not going to be. Um, who knows as time goes on. But, God, if all-time assist leader and a guy that went won that many games, it's kind of tough for him not to be up there. But And you start four years at one of the best schools ever. Yeah. Like, no one can really say that. And it's just, yeah, and he just – and I, I mean, I joked about the uniform thing, but, like, I feel like everyone just knew who Aaron Miles was. Like, right. that dude, like – just running point for those Roy Williams teams that played so fast. Like, he was just a very recognizable dude. So, But sometimes we wait. I mean, it has to do with a lot of things, but, like, Wilt didn't come get his number retired to, like, the late 90s or something. Yeah, that's honestly wild. I know that was, like... Who was in charge back then? Well, I know, like, he kind of didn't have some issues with KU or something. Like, he didn't, like... maybe. So, I mean, who knows? Maybe down the road it might happen, but... 
Yeah, I hope so. I'd love what to see Aaron like Miles the up there. Year requirement, like how long do you have to be out of KU? Because T Rob's an automatic lock, right? Yeah. Well, Sharon and, Sharon and Cole were pretty much locks, and their last year was 2010, and they got up there in 2018, right? Yeah. So yeah. seven, eight That's years. That's crazy. T Rob's about to already only, be out seven years. Mario was only at four years. Yeah, they got five years. Mario was 2013, so that was five. I've always kind of thought it was like five. Once you're out five, you get and in. T-Rob, but T Rob's automatically on because he's yeah. all American, right? Yep. Isn't first team, first team all American. Final four. All final four. Do you have to win final four MOP? I know that's why Chalmers was a lock because he was most outstanding player in the final four. But he never hit a big shot. Though. <laughs> never, not clutch. Um, It'll be interesting to see when T-Rob goes, though, because then that'll kind of tell you with Ty, because Ty was here a year before. Yeah. we got. Oh, Mar- nice. I think Marcus Morris will go up there, too. I think so. Luke, yeah. So, I mean, if loves it's, yeah, if it's Marcus <laughs> and T-Rob, I don't know. How many do they yeah. do a year, too? If that. I mean, I feel like you don't always get two. I guess two. the Cole and Sharon thing was kind of like they were just, like, tied together for so long. That, yeah. But, yeah. So, I mean, Brand- Brandon Rush just got inducted a few years ago. Yeah, like they didn't do him and Mario – no, because like in 2016 or 2017. Yeah. So, yeah, it'll be interesting. There's a ton of guys you can do. Like, it's hard, obviously, to pick these guys. So, I don't know. It's a tough job. But how long – this is another question from – okay, so I think we're done with Scott Wildcat questions. Handsome Mansom on Twitter asked, huh. how long do you see Lesson Bill continuing to coach – and I know I don't know B turn. I know you didn't really have a full. I really have no idea. Hopefully, Bill till he's 169. <laughs> yeah. So here's how I here's what I said. Uh, I think less if things go well, will probably go. I don't know six to seven years. That puts him at 72 years old. Um, and I think if things are going well at Kansas, he'll be like prepping a coach and waiting. Um, I don't see him coaching until he's like 76 years old. Like I feel like he's the movies thing. Like getting involved in like movies and media. Like I think he kind of realizes there's an out for him. Like coaching, not all he has. Like a lot of these other guys. So I can see him kind of being like, "Yo, I want to prove I can win again. I want to rebuild Kansas, um, and then leave it to somebody to take over." And I can see him being out in like six to seven years if things go well. Now, right. if Les is a disaster in two years in and we're still winning one, two games a year, I can see him being like, what am I doing? I'm going to oh, go be in bouncing. movies. Yeah. Not the school getting rid of Okay. No, I don't think we'd fire him. Because, I mean, even the worst of the worst, like with, yeah, no. with Weiss and Beatty and Gill, they still got four <laughs> years. But if things aren't going well after, like, recruiting is going well, so I can see Les being like, Psh, I'm not doing this. Yeah, fuck this. I only got yeah. 20 years left to live. I don't yeah. want to be miserable. <laughs> yeah. I'll go so, to start a Dr. Pepper commercial and steal a college yeah, football trophy. like... Bill's I don't know. Gonna, Bill's going to be prepping Tyler Self to be our next coach. No, no, I don't want that. <laughs> but what about like Aaron Miles? I, I've I think we've talked about this before. Like Aaron Miles, I don't think is on a ton of people's radar, but like him being such a big name in like the NBA G League world, like that's good experience. You're coaching a lot of good dudes, and if he, I don't know, if he ends up somehow like Jock Vaughn coaching the NBA, I'm sure Aaron Miles can coach the NBA. Like if he somehow gets a job one day. And then Bill leaves, say, so I guess I'll leave that in. What I said about Bill is I don't think Bill's leaving until he gets a second national title. Unless he's like 90 and doesn't have that second God, national title, so which would be too. the worst. My life will be awful if we don't I have it. I wouldn't be alive. Yeah. Um, so I think Bill is really waiting for that second national title, which could take him 10 years. Who knows? Once he gets that, I think he'd probably be kind of more content with retiring young and stuff like that. So – 
then I think Aaron Miles could be someone. It's an interesting name, and I think we're talking next about who we could see taking over for him. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I see Bill going until he's, what is he, 56 right now? I think so. I don't I see, know. If you had asked me like four months ago before all this FBI stuff happened, I would have said like four years. Yeah. Because he has always been kind of the guy that will retire young, but then that story came out in the star. No, where he's he was ready. Like, oh, I'm no, I'm. I got an extra boost. I'm he, going for yeah, a while. He's 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 sick of the slander. But there's Bill's a real go chance that he could be like all-time NCAA wins leader when he's done. Exactly. He's on a pace too. If Coach K just fucking gets out of here in the next few years. Yes. Like, who knows? I love that because he's so freaking he's competitive. Everywhere. How many thirty-win seasons does that guy? Oh have? yeah. And if he's close, you know he's not gonna like. Just bounce. He's not going to A-Rod this and get out four homers away from 700. Yeah, that's what I was getting at. Like, Bill Self will wheel himself out in a wheelchair. If he's, like, 25 wins away, he will get there to break that record because he is a competitive dude. So, I don't know. My official answer is probably six to seven years for less, and we'll call it 15 more years for Bill, 70, 71 years old. Who knows? Picturing Bill Self coming out of the tunnel in a wheelchair, blowing into his hands. It's probably the electric. funniest thing. Can you imagine can the imagine. intro video with like Bill going crazy on the sidelines in a wheelchair? Like, dude, I want it. I want Bill to coach forever. I want. I don't want to live with Bill Self not being head coach at Kansas. So that would require him to coach a long time. I hope so. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but shout out to Bill. But now translating into – the next question, translating. I don't think that was the right word. Transitioning. Uh, Brady Vaughn on Twitter. Shout out to him. He had a lot of good questions. I think the next probably two or three or four, I don't know, are from him. He says, Bill Self is just retired. Hopefully it's like 2050. Uh, you can hire any coach in college basketball right now. Oh, wait, no. He just retired right now. So right. you can college any, any coach in college basketball right now and replace him. Who do you choose and why? Money is not an issue. He said any coach in college b-ball. So I think, does yeah. that take Brad Stevens out of the equation? I think so. Does he coach in college? <laughs> no, sure doesn't. <laughs> no, so yeah, he's out. My, I know this is your answer, but my first thought was honestly Tony Bennett. It has to be, and I feel like that's somehow controversial I to people. I disagree, I think. Uh, he, I mean, the dude wins. You want to talk about breaking in, like, wins records. Yeah, that, oh, dude, yeah. that dude could do it, maybe. But He's young, and he just wins 30 a year, every year. Let me make my case. Chris Beard love, was yeah. like, yeah, Chris Beard was a like fluke defensive breakdown away for Texas Tech from probably being number one in your guys' list. Like, if, if Chris Beard wins that title, is he above Tony Bennett for you? I don't it's like know. a status thing. Plus, if we get Chris Beard, we don't have to go against him in the Big 12 at Texas Beard's Tech gotta, or Texas a really, in a that's few a, That's years. a really good point. Like, the I don't care with, what Virginia's doing. We never have to play him. Yeah. And, but the thing with Bennett is he's been doing it. Like, the track record's a little longer. Right, just, but I mean, Chris Beard. He's been Beard, winning at a big program Yeah, for a long he won at Washington State. State. Nobody right. wins at Washington State. But Chris State. Beard's won at, like, some tiny schools. Arkansas Little Rock, right? Is that where he was before? Yeah, he's yeah. there one year, got a 12. I mean, right, no, but I'm not trying to, like, gone, I think Chris it was Beard. Parrish. Everywhere he's gone, their Ken Palm ranking has gone up by, like, <laughs> yeah. 200 His spots. Arkansas Little Rock numbers are yeah, insane. And he won a game at, in that tournament, no? Yeah, they, had they, some crazy they beat against, uh, somebody. Purdue? Purdue? I think yeah. it was Purdue. So, yeah, I mean, they're both studs. They're probably the two answers. I'm really shocked that A.B. didn't say Boynton. My guy. <laughs> loves my guy. Loves, loves Mike Boynton. Uh, the other one, too. He had yeah, quite what a hire. hire. Hiring the top recruit or top five recruit's brother. Power move. Love it. Uh, another one we didn't Hate mention, it. but uh, Jay Wright. 
I feel like has to be considered. Yeah. Money's not an issue. He's such a man rocket too. So is Tony Bennett. <laughs> yeah, those pen, those pinstripe yeah. suits what by did Jay you just say? Dude, Tony or, You just said you have a man rocket? No, he's a man rocket. <laughs> I mean would, but you have one when you look at them. That's I a mean, good question. Jay Ride is a good looking man. There's nothing wrong about saying that. Like yeah, Jay those Wright three is, names are real I I feel like Beard and Bennett would be the two best. Chris Beard's certainly not good looking, so that hurts. Are you guys us. gonna hate me if I say John Calipari. I don't hate it. I mean, money's I not an issue, and he's going to win, and we're going to have fun recruits and stuff like that. But He seems like the kind of dude, and this happens in every sport, where you go against him, you hate his guts. Oh, the moment sure. he joins you, he's your best friend. I, and I've i actually been on record to saying, like, he's Calipari's freshman. grown on me a he's lot. I do, hate, I do hate how he's like, we're young. That's you know, your fucking fault, man. We're young. That's all you recruit, dude. Um, how do you expect these freshmen to be good by but speaking, speaking of Calipari, did you see him throwing slander at Duke on the timeline today? No. no. He, uh, he tweeted like a video of them practicing in the summer, and he was like, I don't know how. Or he's like, we have so many talented guys, and let me tell you, we're not only going to promote two of them. We're going to let every guy shine. We're going to let every guy get a fair chance. And it was like, whoa. He's trying to Shots win back the recruits. Oh, yeah. Coach K has been body bagging him on the recruiting mm-hmm. trail. So Nike might be. but Yeah. That I was. Both Nike, I but. liked that because I am the biggest Coach K hater in the world. Um, so sure Calipari are. going at Coach K I loved. Wasn't so, uh, Florida's coach one of the guys he wanted? <laughs> Mike White. I loved I, him too. I think I tweeted I wanted Mike White, and since then he's been an utter disaster. It was right after they beat Duke and Maui. No. Or Duke beat them. Wasn't they it? played an overtime game with Duke. They were like, up by like a hundred points. And Duke yeah. Came back. They had Chris Chios, Chioza, is that his yeah. name? And they were just they were so fast, so fun to watch. So Mike White at one point was a good one, but no. Do you think Hoiberg might be? I mean, he's exciting. Be a fun brand to watch. If he has a great few years at Nebraska, and then Bill sometime somehow goes NBA or retires, who knows? Like Hoiberg would be fun. What about Jim Woolridge? <laughs> I think we have to consider. I mean, he okay. has to coach in the neck brace every game. <laughs> oh, my God. This might be a bad question, but would you take anyone just outright over Bill right now? Like, not even him retiring? Not in call. No. No, I really wouldn't. I think Bill, when it comes... I think it's hard to say that. Dude, but why, who? They're... He's not the best recruiter in the country. There are other coaches that win more than him. There are coaches that do both better than him. But who, really, I love who wins Bill. more than him, though? Not many. I mean, as far as titles or just oh, like... Oh, yeah, a, titles, obviously. Right, well, titles are fluky, so it's kind of hard to just drag those. But, I mean, Cal has been to so many Final Fours. Yes, but he does not win more than Bill. Like, wins right. every year. He does not. Okay. But, like, then I I don't know. It's it's a tough question because it's just so fluky. And Here's my point with we're Bill. We're on board with that because that's how we defend Bill is that the tournament's fluky and that it's yes. you know tough to win. <laughs> But, I mean... But Calipari has one national title. I know. And I'm not saying Cal specifically, but, I mean, Coach K is legitimately the best coach ever. And he's been to, sport. what, two Final Fours? Yeah, but and he's 50. won them both. Yeah. I know. I get it. But here's my thing with Bill. And I'm factoring, I'm factoring in age. David Blatt says hi. <laughs> I'm factoring in age. I don't want Coach K's old ass. Um, ass. You don't want him, period. No, I hate him. But... Bill, if is, Coach K Bill was here, has, you, wouldn't, you would like him. I, I would look straight, Coach K, straight in the face and be like, "Hey, why do you always fake injuries?" There's then not I a funnier would... video than him collapsing on the sideline and like cuddling up. <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah, it's it's a it's an elite GIF. I'm just glad we 
answered four questions in two hours. <laughs> yeah. But these questions are awesome. I mean, like, shout I can talk out. about this shit. Okay, I have one more point on Bill and why I won't take anyone. He's always going to have us in the game, right? He hasn't had a year like Calipari where he missed the tournament. Right. He hasn't had a year where he had to fake a back injury. He hasn't had a year like Roy where he missed the tournament. Like, we're always in the game. And when it comes to, like, fluky stuff, you always just want to have a shot because you That's never know when the, the ball is going to bounce your way. Consistent. Exactly. Like, fuck the haters. And I don't want this coming off as I hate Bill. No, you I do. I love Bill. You but do. I just think there's something to consider. I don't we want to say we're the been, best at everything. We haven't been worse than a four seed. Yeah. I know. It's, That's insane. It's, it's banana land. It's consistent. All right. But yeah, like you said, you got to think, like... Right, I just don't want to be like the biased guy that only says that. I'm only taking Jim Woolridge. Okay. That's it. All right. (laughs) All right. I guess we can move on from this one. All right. This is probably my favorite question we got again from Brady Vaughn. Shout out. You can travel back in time to attend any one KU football and basketball game throughout all of history. Which ones do you choose and why? That is good. That is good. That is good. (laughs) This one is tough. Um, um, does anyone want to go first? I can go first. Give it the turn. Right. I don't think you guys had this answer, so I'll go that one title we've won in our life. I'll go back to the 08 title game hmm. in San Antonio. Going back to a game you were alive for. <laughs> yes. I disagree. But also, imagine being a damn college student yeah. when they won that. That's true. So make me a 18-year-old nasty B-turn going to Lawrence and watching <laughs> Just being able the to Hawks drink win a natty. as much as you want and not feel sick ever. I asked you guys earlier, are you pro go to the Final Four games or pro watch them in Lawrence, KC, etc. with your friends? I'm a big fan of staying at home. And I say this for oh, the whole too. tournament. You guys are, at least I know Braden is, <laughs> going to Vegas for the first couple days of the NCAA tournament. My argument against that is I do the same exact thing from the comfort of my own recliner. Yeah, I don't but have to move. We're but betting, I like the like old... we're betting with like sketchy like dudes online that we don't even really know personally. Whereas we can just be in a Vegas sports book and I also yeah like just walk up and win, get our money instantly. Like I don't know, it's, and it's just the whole environment. Like yeah, your living room was fun and it, we made it really fun because we had like ten dudes there. But like imagine being in a sports book last year when. Whatever caused you to chuck the ball against the wall, like imagine <laughs> I, I wouldn't be able to do that. people in that same room with us. Yes, you can. I mean, you obviously can't throw like a bottle, but like we can rage. It's gambling. Like I think Vegas. I agree for the most part. I am team sit at home and watch in like a really small group. Like I love watching with you two. I have a small group of friends that I like watching, like from Topeka and stuff like that. But like when it comes to big games, I'm not watching a bar. I hate doing that. But Final Four game, I think you got to go if you can. And I was going to say that about Vegas too. Is the freaky fast cash? Just yeah, getting the cash yeah. right away. Since we win so much. Oh yeah, we. I don't think we missed a bet in the NCAA tournament. <laughs> Not one. I went sixty. Yeah, four and zero. So, I think is what I went. So um, oh, you, got, you probably got more bets than sixty four. <laughs> yeah, oh god, every seriously. half. First, <laughs> how many halves are there in the NCAA tournament? But and while we're on the subject, going to tournament games in the first weekend in general. Big time no for me. I'm very against that. Because those those four days... Big time no. They're my four favorite days of the year That's, every year. And I, I can't handle going to Omaha, Nebraska to watch KU play against UT Santa Barbara or whoever and not get to watch all other games. The, what if it's at the Sprint Center like at night when there's only probably a few but games still, going on? But still, I just can't, I can't but, risk that. But hear me out. So 20, risk. 2012... Well, I don't need to watch KU play to a 16 seed. Yes. Second round, but listen, UNC, Roy AB, that might be AB, better. listen, guys, I have a point. I went in 2012. 
I got to wa- I think it was the Friday games. I got to watch all of them at home. Or Thursday, I got to watch all of them at home. Drove to Omaha, watched Norfolk State beat Missouri live, which was awesome. Yeah. And then I watched KU beat Detroit, and then I got to see KU play Purdue. Like those are really good Purdue experiences. So I don't deny that. I just I can no. I'm all for watching. Say that it's probably a good experience still. Yeah. But I think the other one's better. Yeah. Second round game would be different. Yeah, yeah like I went to see those morning games because they're like 2018. It was fun. I went to uh, Iowa for the UConn KU game. Yep, so did Got I. Got to watch Indiana beat Kentucky, which yes, was awesome. That was Everyone fun. in the building was rooting for Indiana. Yes. My guy Wayne Selden had With a crazy the cockback alley oop dunk. Oh. Yeah. <sighs> yes. So. Is that Raffer that did that when they threw up? <laughs> oh. God, that team was good. But I think that's one thing you're kind of sleeping on is that you get to see other really good games and, like, be a part of that crowd. Like, Indiana fans are, like, some of my favorite fans I've ever interacted with. So I wouldn't know that if I sat at home every time. Yeah, but you don't go around boasting the fact that Indiana has good basketball fans. (laughs) I just did on my podcast. Just just yours. Uh, (laughs) I'm going to go last Mizzou game, and I have a story about that. I didn't get to watch the second half and come back live Uh, on TV. uh, What? Yeah, so... (laughs) High school days, we... Uh, what game? Last Mizzou game at Allen. Not a good one to watch. <laughs> so we uh, we had um, a GABL rec basketball game wow. at like 4.30. Okay. Can't, can't yeah, miss no, the GABL rec basketball those. game. You never watched the Elite the Tropics play basketball. <laughs> but, <laughs> you bring those nachos from home? <laughs> but, um, but we went to like the Blue Moose to watch the first half, and then the second half, Cole had his like little like he had his phone i think playing the game and yeah. he was like basically being jim nance on a sideline for us you guys turned off giving us over yeah just giving us play by play while we're playing a gabl game <laughs> that sounds awful it was kind of cool but yeah. then i went back and watched it and everything like i heard he DVR. was actually oh. a Vern lundquist <laughs> that's we'll be seeing you that's, that's cole's a, always clutch with the updates and oh god yeah shout out cole pete we'll get to him we in a, a minute we have a question i think he's two questions away um, but okay, so interesting. I totally disagree with going with something that we were alive and could have gone to. I went back and I looked at a couple things. Wilt, the Triple OT national title game is said to have been one of the best basketball games ever played. It just sucks we lost, so I don't think I would have wanted to see us lose a Triple OT national title game. Can you say the score of that game? Because I refuse to believe it was exciting 56, to watch. correct? Yeah. I mean, Wilt, they held the ball and didn't get the ball They just held us. the ball. They quadruple-teamed Wilt, and he scored like 23 points. He had like – I think he had like 23 and 16 while getting like triple-teamed. Langdon told me the game's fixed. He's like, dude, we had Wilt, and we scored <laughs> 50. I was like, dude, yeah, literally. Think about – like rigged. I said, Wilt's teammates were like us, but um, – that was one that came to mind. So, but the one I ended up going with was another Wilt game, and it was just Wilt's debut. Can you imagine watching basketball your whole life? It's a bunch of these goofy white dudes, nerds. They're not good, and all of a sudden Wilt comes strolling on the basketball court, and you're like, "Who is this man?" He scores Seven. fifty-two and thirty-one in his debut. Can you imagine being in the uh, freaking bleachers for that game? That would have been an incredible experience. We probably scored fifty-two as a team. <laughs> Yeah, we won 54-49. No, I don't know. but I thought that was a real poll. No, yeah. I mean, just imagine. Like, that is a whole, like, just new thing no one had ever seen in basketball. So, I went with that. Another one that came to mind, though, Elite Eight, 1988, KU versus K-State. Can you oh. imagine Twitter? Oh, wow. my God. Anything I social sure media. Yeah, 19. Er, can you playing imagine K-State the in Elite Eight. Yeah. Dude, I mean, we were, like, three games away from that happening a couple years ago, and it was insane. Yeah, like in when the, they were in the Elite Eight, and we were 
the twenty oh, when we made the final like, playing mm-hmm. in the national title. Yeah. Yeah. People were like, "Wow, KUK State national title is like a real possibility." <sighs> that and it was like halfway through the tournament. That would have been yeah. so dope if we were on like the same side and we met each other in the final four, something like that. Yeah, that would be awesome. I can't. It's crazy. And that nineteen eighty eight final four or elite eight. The final four was in Kansas City, yep. so like we were playing for a chance to K- go to State Kansas City. And KU to go to KC. Yeah, that is crazy. Um, Would have loved to see Twitter back then. Do you guys um, have a football one? I said <sighs> I said the Orange Bowl just because. I said just give me one of Gail Sayers' like best games ever, yeah. and just let me watch him go to work. I went the Nebraska beat down just because beating Nebraska by a thousand points, like literally scoring seventy six on them. Yeah, that was stunning. Just, <laughs> we lost, but one game I was always so mad I didn't go to was the Arrowhead game when we yeah. were two and three, and top Florida five matchup. Just lost. Yeah, I've that game God, sucked. I was LSU. so excited. Yeah, LSU lost. I yeah. I mean I could have gone to that LSU Arkansas game that year too. We had free tickets, and we were already in Arkansas. What? And my parents were like, ah, we don't really want to drive to Baton Rouge. It's another like seven hours. Game goes four OTs in Arkansas wins. And <laughs> okay, it was unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. yeah but the hype around that game, like college game day at Arrowhead. Yeah, the it winners. was just so weird. Like we were like, what? can you imagine watching us in a Big Twelve title football game? No, if we would have won that I, game, I can't even put it into word. Like what that would be like. It's just I wanted to see how we matched up against OU because everyone talked about yeah, how we weak our schedule was and. We didn't play any of the tough teams in the Big 12, and then I have a Virginia confession. Tech had some studs. I'm pretty happy we never played OU. Like, I know we beat Virginia Tech, but that OU yeah, team Yeah, but was like a mm. one-loss KU. Yeah. Excuse me. One-loss team probably still goes to a BCS game. It might depend how the game would have went. If we get blown out, then everyone's like, oh, they haven't played anyone. Why put them in a BCS bowl? Yeah. So. It's true. That's a good question. Shout out Brady. I think he has another one here. Uh, what is one KU basketball game, in your opinion, that if KU doesn't win, their season doesn't turn out the way it did? For example, they don't reach the Final Four, Elite Eight, win the conference. And then he said it has to be during the streak. Um, I can take this one. Yeah, go ahead. So I went a little outside the box. I did the whole Big 12 tournament in 2018. I like that. Just because that's when Malik really started to gain confidence and play well. And then we were without Doak. So I think Silvio finally like figured it out how we can competently play against those dudes. Yes, and I mean he didn't like go for, like thirty and twenty, he but he had good games. West Virginia game, yeah. he was great. I mean he had good games, and I mean I know Doke played the NCAA tournament, but Silvio was good against Duke to get to the Final Four. Oh yeah, he was. We don't win that game without right. Silvio. So like I just think that as far as confidence goes, like that weekend three game stretch was huge to get to a Final Four. Yeah, I think the answer has to be a Final Four national title team. I now. agree. That's the only ones I. So it really, it was yeah, 08, a, 12, and eighteen. Yeah, I got a bold one. I think if we don't come back from a sixty fifty one in the title game, we don't win. Oh eight. <laughs> he said that it couldn't be like tournament games, though. I think I think you like clarify that. It just that. says just what is like, what is one KU B ball game that if we don't he sent win another tweet though because you could obviously oh. say oh well if we would have beat Oregon we then we go to a Final Four. If we don't know, win we don't win the national. My title. actual answer I can't really think of one. You had a good one earlier. I think we talked about at, it. I think Dite's same year as you, but at Tech Texas I think Tech yeah yeah Tech was one of the best teams in the country. Found a way to win on the road. They won the Big Twelve. I just think that game gave the team a lot of confidence. Yeah, and the and fan base is like four. fan base is like melting down about that team for a lot of that season. So when they went and did that, like it was like, whoa. So this is just a normal Bill Self team and we're gonna be perfectly fine. So yeah, you mentioned that earlier. I think that's a really good answer because I think it gave that team a ton of confidence and you've like, got a good one though. Yes. Pretty obvious one, I think. But it's mine good. is twenty twelve Missouri. I know we just touched on the game, but 
I think that that comeback kind of became like the I don't know how to say it, like the personality of that team. That team came back from Purdue. That came came back NC against State. Ohio State. NC State was an ugly, grinded out game. Like, Even Carolina was like back and forth the whole game. And just, I think if we don't have yes. those tough like games before to have that mentality, yes. we might not respond the way we did in the second half. That team just always got stops when they needed to get stops. And I think it all started like that 2012 Missouri game just gave them that confidence to be like, we're never out of a game. We can get a stop whenever we need to get a stop. So let's just do it. So the I think Ohio, that one. That Ohio State game was so awesome. Oh, <laughs> Final God, four yeah. game when we came back. Yeah. But, I mean, that really was like the mentality of the team. And mm-hmm. it like showed with the fans too because when we were down to Kentucky by 12 or whatever, like I never thought we were out of that game. No. And we started just... making that run at the end. Like Bill's always said, if we had a few more minutes, we'd probably win that game. Yeah. And if Elijah just dribbled the ball. It. Or what was it? What did Tyshawn say? Shoot the ball. Yeah. Shoot the ball. Oh, yeah. Just let it get blocked. So, yeah. I mean,. Tough, tough, tough that we that didn't win that game, really, but that we've talked. That team had a great year. That so. would have been a really fun Final Four to be at. Yes. Imagine the buzz, Kansas, Kentucky, two most winningest programs. And then Louisville, the Louisville, Louisville versus, versus Kentucky. Kentucky. Yeah. It's a big rivalry in the Final Four. Yeah. We were just talking about KUK State in the Elite Eight. I mean, that's pretty similar to that. Yeah. That's why, like, Rye, when we were at the last Final Four, it's like, just win this first game and give me that two-day I know, it just ruins everything. Party after the game, and then Sunday, yeah. the Villanova it, thing wake just up Monday, sucked. nervous. Yeah, because... Thinking you have a title. Our Michigan. Final Four experience was done three minutes into the game, so... It was yeah. so demoralizing. All right, speaking of awful NCAA tournament losses... This question, the fact that this question was asked, because I know where we're going... Yeah. No, it's not dead. Okay, don't freaking answer the question before I ask the question. You don't even have to answer it's the question. It's got to be the worst radio I've ever heard. Shout out to Spencer Esau with a great question here. Is hashtag blame Cole finally dead? I will give it to you, AB. Of course it's not dead. <laughs> Absolutely I'm the not. commissioner of blame Cole, yeah. and it's not dead until I say it's dead. Cole may have tried to end his own streak. Banana land, like Banana you said. Banana land. You can't, or streak, not, not streak, curse. <laughs> Bananaville or whatever it was. Yeah, this guy tried to come on our freaking pod and be like, um, no, he tweeted. Folks, blame Cole's dead. Blame Cole After we won dead. a regular we season Big like 12 game to get within two game. games of the conference fucking first place league. No, blame Cole is not dead. That and was... if he tries to say it is, what has happened since that K-State game? Losing. I don't think he's been to a game Like since. a lot of losses. I, it's just not dead. I, I don't know what to tell you. Um, you know, hopefully it is at some point because Cole, he's been one of my best buds since we were literally like six years old. <laughs> So seeing him get just torn down with all this, it's tough to see. You never want to see your friends hurt. Yeah. But boy, oh boy, is Blame Cole not dead. Well, I mean, just nothing's changed since that pod no. we did. And to be honest, we've talked about it, but like what could end it? If the Chiefs win against the Patriots, I think maybe. For our sakes, let's just yeah, make it a KU thing. Yeah. Blame Cole's a KU thing. We really don't have to get into it because I really yeah. don't think people listening to this care that much. Yeah. But no, it yeah. fires it's me like up. It's like the OG Ain't No Seats listeners, like the people that have been listening to us from, from the, the start. Like, you'll get yeah. to blame Cole references. Basically, it's just AB's friend that goes to every bad loss KU's I mean, ever Northern had. Northern Iowa. <laughs> yeah. He went to Stanford, <laughs> yeah. Wichita State, Villanova. I mean, he's been to a ton. Was he at Oregon? No, we He's, we literally put out. That is the meanest <laughs> shit ever. Me and yeah. Slice from like once we knew we were gonna be good and we were gonna be in the KC region, yeah. we like tweeted at the Sprint <laughs> Center like weekly. Put his face. Do not let this man in your building. <laughs> yeah, we didn't so even want him going let, to PNL. You didn't let one of the biggest KU fans ever go to an Elite Eight game Co- at correct. the Sprint Center. Correct. You win, you go to the Final Four. <laughs> yeah. That could have been his 
curse-breaking game. Yeah, that's oh, it true. It sure wasn't. Yeah, I mean, but. here's the thing. Can you imagine what if he, he was at the do... game when we lost, though? Yeah. Imagine how much differently we would act to the Oregon game if Cole was there. Because, I mean, we already, I think it's maybe Bill's worst loss in the era. We talked about that earlier. It's Ooh. definitely top two with yeah. VCU. If Cole was at that game, I don't think I would ever go a day without texting him, hey, dude, never go to another game. <laughs> yes, so. It would be way worse. Like the blame Cole thing. Oh, blame yeah. Cole would be worse, and the Oregon loss would be worse. He's got to watch. He's got to witness live a big NCAA tournament win. That's it. That's how the blame Cole ends. He needs to just no keep home it. game at Allen Fieldhouse where we win ninety nine percent of our games counts. How about he just keeps it silent? Like doesn't even let us know he goes to the game, and then they win the game. Goes in and disguise. Then he lets you guys know. <laughs> Well, yeah, no, just sends out a selfie on his Instagram story. That'd after be a power move after yeah. a win. Hey, guys. Yeah. He, I All keep right. texting him, hey, man, what are you and doing for the game? Oh, you know, I'm just watching with my dad or something. <laughs> yeah. And then if we lose, he just doesn't say anything. Yes. Yeah, it'll be interesting. This could be a big year because this team's going to make noise in tournaments. So Cole, we're going to a tournament Cole, game together. Cole has year. a chance. God, where, where are the regionals this year? I don't know. Don't even. I don't. I, Chicago, maybe. I don't even want to know. Remember if it's when in, we were going to play in KC? If we yes. Beat, uh, nope. Stop. We're not doing that. Fifty threes in six minutes. All right, we are six questions. <laughs> six questions in, and how we've many? been going for almost an hour. Okay. Well, let's get rolling here. Um, now we move on to Allen. I think Allen has a lot of questions kind of scattered around because I organized them out, basketball, football, and then random. Um, Allen asked kind of a basketball one, but it's kind of a like normal one, non-sports. Normal, yeah. Yeah, I don't know how to say that. But if you had to pick a Bill Self-era player to date your future daughter, who are you picking and why? But he says you can't pick a national champion or an All-American, which makes it – Kind of, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Um, I have one, which I think is really obvious. I didn't think it was obvious till I heard it, and then it just clicked. I mean, mine is Tyler's self. Me and Bill hanging out. Like, Tyler's married to my daughter, which, I mean, that would put Bill at pretty old, because I don't have a daughter. But let's say I had one, so in 18 years, Bill's 74 years old. Me and him can golf all the time. So... I want my daughter marrying Bill Self, or, well, she she can marry Bill, but I want her marrying Tyler Self. You know, he's got the money, the retirement plan, like, trust fund. Like, he's set. My daughter's set. Give me Tyler Self. He's a good dude, too. Imagine Bill Self coming to you to ask permission to marry your daughter. (laughs) Can you imagine your face? I would be like, please do it, Bill. Yeah, no. I went went with Joel. Just because he is so like funny as a character, yeah, looks like it. <laughs> He's just a character, and the lion I mean, killer. Yeah, he yeah. makes bank. Who yeah. would not like, want to kick it with JoJo? For oh all. my god, that's Forever. a good answer. That one didn't even cross my mind. That's a good answer. Yeah, that was my but, answer. Sorry, man. So you don't have any backups? I didn't see the. Uh, I didn't see the all American thing. So my other three were like Detay, personality wise, yeah. all American. Yeah. And then I had Wayne Simeon and Perry Ellis. Wayne Summers. Yeah, Wayne Simeon's just a great guy. Perry Ellis, too. Wayne, yeah. Oh, yeah. Those are two dudes. Yeah, your mom meets him. You're like, I love that man. Just a great guy. So it's a good answer. Good answer. Good question by Alan. I love the next question. Uh, Well, wait. I think we're on to football, oh, right? Oh, we moved to football. Okay. I think right. I kind of organized this out okay. so we can go to football. We'll get to the question you love. Alan has a lot of really Playing good the questions. Playing behind my back. <laughs> So we're rolling on the football. Um, what is the baseline win total that you would call year one of the Les Miles regime a success? Twelve. <laughs> AB, you got an answer? Um, I think you and I are pretty similar. Um, 
I did four to five wins as wow. a success regardless. But if we get three and we're competitive. I'm sick of three. Yeah. But my thing with that, though, is like we can say that all we want, but that was just last year. Yeah. Like we were competitive in almost every one of our losses. And I mean, not like end of the game, like last possession losses. Mm-hmm. But that OU game, we was within two scores the whole it's time. Fun to, like we watched yeah. every second. Texas, like we, were in... we were down by three. Like, I mean, most of the games were close. K State was super close the whole time. We led most Should've of the game. Should have won, got screwed. Right. So, like, even West Virginia, I mean, that was fairly close. They kept throwing God, interceptions at the really goal line. Close. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. I just think like three, but being competitive is too similar to last year where it's just not an improvement. Yeah. But Nichols. I still think if it's like. Yeah, it's crazy we should have won four last year. Nickel State, yeah, five, probably. Yeah, Nichols four and for State. sure. Yeah, but here's the thing. I think this year's schedule is a little tougher. Like, at Boston College is a very difficult win. That's a lot harder than at Central Michigan. Yeah, but, like, West Virginia lost quarterback and coach, plus it's at home. K-State yeah. lost their coach. Cats got a kind of memorial. We're winning. The booth. Okay, while we're talking about the booth, we need to make that a thing. Hashtag the booth. The football stadium, David Booth Memorial Stadium. Yes. If we just call it the booth. It's great. I'm all for it. I love it. So trademark that. That's I'll, perfect. I'll trademark it. Rolls off the tongue. It. <laughs> yeah. it really does. Where are you headed today? I'm going to the booth. With oh, I love it. That's <laughs> yeah. perfect. So. Booth, booth room. Um, <laughs> but, is that we're gonna name the tailgate? Oh, all no. right. I'm four more. I'm sick of not winning more than three games. It's been a decade. I expect the team to be disciplined this year with better coaching. I think coaching can help us win games. Yeah. I think usually does. Yeah. I just I, feel like the staff's good, and less. I mean, less is won everywhere. Yeah. So it's like I think there's some games that we didn't like we just weren't disciplined and weren't well coached that we ended up losing under Beatty. So I think you could win one or two extra games with Dude, yeah. The fact that we won three last year losing to Nickel State is Mm -hmm. crazy. So is Boston College supposed to be legit? Like I know they have that running back. That I thought apparently had already left when I made my statement they were gonna start four and but yeah. I don't know. It's just a, it's a tough him, game. You called him Austin Dillon, Austin Dillon. the NASCAR <laughs> driver. Instead of AJ. I, I just think it's very possible we start 2-1. and one, Corey Dillon. And then <laughs> winning two more games will be tough. Like, I think K-State's very possible. We'll beat West them. Va. West Va, I guess. But, like, I don't know. I think three is very possible. Exactly what I said. Please if start, we win three, be competitive in all the other losses. Please start 2-0. and oh. Just start 2-0. and oh. Yes. If we must. don't start two and, and then the a Boston, failure. Yeah, the Boston College game is be competitive. Yeah. Yeah. Um what if you pull it out? If we're three and three and going into AP. the booth, the booth will be jumping. Is that what you're trying to get to? The Sorry. Booth collapses. <laughs> the, booth, <laughs> the booth is full. <laughs> Try going to a restaurant and asking for a booth and getting in because you're not. That place yeah. will be packed. <laughs> you're a bozo. But no, what I was gonna say is when we're looking at expectations, Vegas has our win total at three and a half and the over is like plus 180. Bri-Bri. So, yeah, yeah shout, shout out, out to Bri-Bri. Bri-Bri. He hammered the over. He bet and I two mean grand hammered on over three over. and a half. Yeah. And then it dropped to three today. Did it Hate really? to see it. So, Hate I mean, if our win total's three. It dropped to three today? Yeah. I'll take that. What's the over? Like, is there heavy juice on it? Do you guys want to go in on this? No. no, I'm not kidding. I do. <laughs> no, uh, because I really think we'll win three for sure. So, you push. Yeah, that's true. I, I think we're I for think sure I think two is automatic. I think we sneak at least one. I don't think we start two and oh and then lose what, 10 straight? Yeah. Hmm. I want to go on. Who, Let's look got, at odds. Who, and then we got Indiana State. Who's our first Coastal two? Carolina's first. Are they, are Indiana State's first. Though? I really think we're starting 2-0. If we lose to Coastal Carolina, let's, <laughs> so let's might as well resign them. Yeah, he's sticking to watching freaking, or That's being so in sad commercials. That's so sad we have to say that. Yeah. We, we got to start 2-0. <laughs> Just beat Indiana State and Coastal Carolina. Um but yeah, I don't know. I think we're all kind of in the Dang. same. I guess you say four. We kind of say three, but we have to be competitive. 
Um, and if then when we're non-competitive, it's a failure. I think. Yeah, yeah, for sure. If we're getting like, blown out and we win three, then Hell, I'm annoyed. I even think like if we go four and eight, but our wins are Indiana State, Coastal, West Va, and then like a random other game. I think K State beating K State would just mean so much to yes. the fan base where that would make it a success regardless. I know that kind of sounds like oh, it's your Super Bowl, especially after but, the game last year though. Right. Yeah. But I if even if we go four and eight with like random wins like that, like no like. Yeah. none to point to mm-hmm. and then we just get blown out by every other team i yeah, think that, that might suck. be looked at as like eh. yeah that if we win three games and one of them is k-state that's huge right and that's especially huge. since they have a new coach like we got a new coach they got a new coach you can't yeah. let him come into Corniest lawrence and dude. beat you like i'm being win a homer here day. but yeah i'm being a homer <laughs> but like what if this is the start of us kind of getting on a run to beating k-state again or at least yeah. competing. we have to i mean, I mean that and by the way K- they have a new K-State, coach like it's a new start for them too K-State this year is like going to be far more talented roster-wise than they are the next two or three years because they're losing so much in two to three years. So um, we could potentially go on a little three straight year uh, run here where we beat K-State. So let's we got to start it this year. Um, when it comes to what would you call year one of the less miles a failure or how many wins would it be? I mean, I think it's two or less. Yeah, we kind of yeah. touched on that. Pretty obvious. So we don't got to go into that. It's not going to happen. Less is for sure winning three games. Um. Another, I think this is from Scott Wildcat. If you could only watch three KU football games this season, which three would you choose? I think we have similar answers on this go. one as well. Yeah, yeah you go, go ahead, B-Turn. I'm saying home opener just Absolutely. to see the vibes, yep, see here. how the team plays, the mm-hmm. discipline, whatever, see the coaching. I want to see what the Tailgate stadium's like. Pals, right? Yeah. Will you come this year? Yeah. <laughs> He'll show up at 1045. And then I'm going to go K-State, obviously. And then the last one's tough, but I'll just say OU just because it's OU and it's in Lawrence. Yeah, the last one was tough. Yeah. Um, so I also had West or the opener, home opener, just because like have to. I want to see what the crowd is like, what the Les Miles fever like really is. Uh, I put K State on there just because it's always fun to like have the rival back and forth. We have friends that went to K State or K State yeah. fans, so yep. always cool for that. But I also did, and it's very specific. West Va for the conference <laughs> opener, but only if we start three and zero or. <laughs> Two and one, but we're competitive with BC. Has, has anyone ever been more obsessed with the a game than AB is with the Westfall KU football game? Dude, this it, year? I mean, I, Jill has to get married on that day, so I have a wedding to go to. Oh yikes! God forbid. The only time I'll ever root for 11 a.m. game will be that one, but yeah. um, that could be quite the day. If we're three and zero, we beat Westfall to go to four and zero. I get blackout drunk at the tailgate, and then. Go two back to KC and go to straight to a wedding. For two and one, I'll be so I'll be pumped to go to that game. Right, and yeah. it, like if we get blown out by BC, I think that hurts the excitement a little bit. But if we lose like on a last second field goal or they score a touchdown and lose by one possession, I think we're like, all right, well we're almost over the hump. Now we have a home opener that we can actually have a chance to win. Yeah, I don't know if we'll be favored, but it'll be close. Might be a toss up game. Yeah. And I mean, West Virginia is like starting over. Yeah. So, like, I, I don't know. I, I just think of that game as a game that we can really win. That is a good answer. I, I went with home opener, KSU. I think those are two obvious. The third one I went with was Baylor. Uh, I just want to see where we're at. Like, the last home game of the year, I want to see how much we've improved. I want to see how good of a coach Les Miles is. I want to see how good of a year Puka had or whoever. So, like, I don't know. I went with last home game of the year. I want to jump back to the question before as far as what determines successful season. Mm-hmm having games that aren't at 11 a.m. every single week. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if we have, if we can kind of sneak in some 2.30 just because we're good yeah. enough to not be the 11 a.m. game every single time we tailgate, that would be perfect. Are you guys going to be ready to show up with me and my guy, Alan, Am I allowed to ride with you now that you're in No OP? chance I'm there. Oh, six. yeah, for sure. 
You can come with me. That actually is good because me and Alan are sad that we can't carpool now because yeah, no, he comes from Manhattan. Do you guys know what would be like super neat? Yeah. If we're no, five I and don't. six going into that uh, <laughs> Baylor game. That would. That's what I'm saying. That Baylor game could end up being a really fun game. So I like my answer with it being there. But good question from Scott Wildcat. Uh, all right, moving on. Another interesting question here. Would you trade... I love this one. A fourth place finish in next season's Big 12 basketball season, plus getting a five seed in the NCAA tournament, but we win six games in football. Me and AB disagree here. This is the first one where we're going to actually argue about it, I think. Mm -hmm. And I think I'm going against the grain here just based on the consensus with KU fans based off some Twitter reactions we got to this question. I don't know if I would for sure say yes, but I think you have to at least consider it just because we've talked about it already. The NCAA tournament is such a crapshoot. Auburn literally just made the Final Four as a five seed. Yeah. And they were a fluke. And should have went to the national title game. Like foul kind of play away from going to the national title game. And the team that they almost beat ended up winning it. Mm -hmm. So, like, who knows what happens. And we've had number one overall seeds that have gone in the tournament and lost second round, lost in the lead eight, whatever it may be. So, like, I don't know. I'm not about to just say yes automatically, but it's not the You're worst You're just saying thing. a five seed, we can still have a really great Right, and now that the streak's over, like, I'm not freaking out over the conference title anymore. Like, yes. the streak was really cool, but I'm not going to go year to year, like, oh, we better win it this year. Okay. Like, if we lose it this year, I'm not going to freak out. But, like... A six-win football season, like we just talked about. Imagine just being at Memorial Stadium, being five and six against Baylor, and then going out and getting that win and going to a bowl. But what what's flukier? I mean, I would almost say that being a five-seed and winning the national title is almost more fluky than next year's team winning six games. Maybe. So, but, like, just because we get, like, a number one or two seed doesn't mean we're going to go to a Final Four. That's true. Yeah. Like, we could just – we could dominate the regular season and go 30 and four – get the number two overall seed and then lose in the second weekend like North Carolina just did. And then like, okay, now we have a team that lost in the second weekend. We don't hang a banner. And yeah. then our football team's still sitting at three wins. Yeah. Um, I mean, you make valid points, but I'm going to completely disagree, and here's why. I think national titles are very, very, as we've said, are very hard to come by. And I think it's rare that you have a team that is actually set up to truly, like, if they get to a Final Four, we're confident they can beat anybody. I think Bill's probably had a lot of them, but probably really four, maybe. I mean, it's not like every time we're a one seed, I'm, like, super, super, super convinced that team's going to win it all. Like, 2007, I don't think we thought that team was going to win it all. So, no. And, I mean, um, even two seeds, like the Wichita State year, like, that team wasn't very good. Yeah, so... I think it's rare to have a team, and like Tyshawn just said, like this is a Kansas team. Like this team can do it, and I wouldn't trade messing with this team. Like I don't know. It's just like I think we're set up to. I mean, this three point line getting extended opens up the floor a little bit. It's gonna make Doak a lot better. It's gonna make Silvio a lot better. Like I don't know. I think this team can really win a national title. So why mess with whatever causes us to be a freaking five seed? How many wrist injuries does Doak have? Is that if that happens? Like I don't know. I think when you have good teams like we do, top two team, you got to ride it out and you got to just let them try and win a natty and let football handle itself. Yeah, a lot, <clears throat> a lot would have to go wrong for this team to get a five seed. Like, like you said, the expectations are so high that you got to go with the hoops. Like, yeah. you got to go with the b ball squad. 
obviously in this scenario you're getting six wins, but I just feel like that's so much more. I think that's more unlikely than us making a Final Four or winning a national title in basketball, if that makes sense. As a five seed? No, like oh, just just these teams this year. Yeah, you think it's more unlikely? I think it's more unlikely to win six games of oh, football. For yeah, sure. Definitely. Yeah, I agree. So I just feel like this team's so good that yeah, go with basketball and hopefully, I mean, if yeah, if, if they're if all healthy, a, this team's a one or two exactly. Season, no matter if it, what, if it was a different team, maybe I would do it. But I think this team can freaking win it all. I don't think college basketball is going to be that crazy good this year. So I think. I want this team to be really good. But this was similar to what we were saying last year, too. Like, at this point last year, we were probably thinking, oh, well, we just yeah, added the Yeah, and I would have said no to being right. a four seed. But then anything can happen. Yes, but I'm saying so I like, don't want those things to happen. Right, but this isn't guaranteeing that we're a one or a two seed. But I'm saying if this team stays healthy and things go well, like B-Turn just said, this team will be a one or a two seed. You would think so. Yes, they will be. But what if Ochai just back to like the three-star recruit that he was originally brought in as? Okay. Isaiah Moss. We've had recruits come Jayden. in that just aren't very Marcus. good. Christian. I I like where we are. Like I'm not Maggie. doubting our team. I'm like, just six saying. Six wins would be awesome, but it's not like yeah. we're all breaking, insane. We're playing for KU, in the... it would be. Yeah, it would be, but like, what's the difference between four and six? I mean, a bowl game, but... Playing in the Long John Silvers Bowl. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't bowl. know. I just think I want to have... I mean, basketball is so fun. It consumes so much of my life. Right. I want a and fun for the season. Pod, I would rather KU yes. win a title than have six wins in football. But boy, six wins would be awesome. Right. But like, I I just think that we could live up to expectations all year and have a fluky game in the tournament, losing the Sweet Sixteen, and then we're back to oh well, this year of basketball just meant nothing. It was like most other years. And then, except there's no streak attached to it, so the regular season doesn't mean as much. Yeah. And then football, we just we're in the same place we started. Like I, I don't it's, know. It's I, an and like question. I said, I, I'm not fully saying I would do that, but I think it's something to consider. I don't yeah. think it's as crazy as people seem to be making it on Twitter that, you know, every KU fan would want basketball to have every opportunity to win a title yeah it's interesting um go ahead and tweet at us what you guys think on that since that's one of the more controversial ones we've had i'm interested to kind of see I don't think the how fan it works base out will be controversial about it though you think they'll be basketball i right? think it'll, it'll be, be basketball. like me well i just think in general ku fans care more about basketball than football oh yeah for so, sure like they're gonna want to see the team that they care about more be more successful or have more chances to be successful yeah but All i'm right, just thinking well, as far as like fun goes like Tailgating for KU football is fun. Imagine tailgating for a like somewhat nationally relevant KU football team. Yeah, it would be awesome, and that's a good like kind of transition into our next question. Uh, gosh, I can't remember who this came from. Sorry, I forgot to put your at down. But um, <laughs> alcohol. Oh wait, we've got one more football one. Yeah. Well, it says, "What can KU as an organization outside of?" K- athletics due to foster an exciting stadium experience going forward in the Les Miles era. Miller Lights. That I mean I that's think we're all gonna agree. Like, I said alcohol and I think field goal club is a good start. Someone said that might be coming this year. Alcohol I mean, at the game. Jeff Long said stay Jeff tuned Long or something. Publicly like tweeted saying like he wants that to happen. And yeah, it's starting AD. to become more and more like yeah. and accepted an, I guess. Yeah and another another thing I had for this and I don't think we need to touch on this a ton but I think for someone like me, like I'm a young donor, like I obviously don't donate a ton of money every year. 
I just can't. Like I'm yeah, trying you to need like to donate I'm, more. Yeah, I'm trying to like save money. <laughs> you like you I'm donate your voice and just fresh into my to like pod. career making money. Like I'm not. I can't just put a large percentage of my know. money. So, but the thing I've talked to like other. People that I know, like at the Williams Fund, like that Michaela girl I tweeted about, like she stopped by the pod or stopped by the tailgate before and kind of been like, yo, like, how can we help things with, or how can we make it more appealing for younger people? And I'm like, give younger people a chance to like park and tailgate in really good spots. Like, I never thought that was something that was a possibility. Obviously, with RB and his dad, like, we've hooked up with him in that spot. So it's been good for us, but like, I think there's a ton of people that are younger that don't have an opportunity to like tailgate in the big, like, big lot that you want to tailgate in for those games. So I don't know. I've always said they need to do something where they allow for that to happen. Um, that's really all the answer I had for that. That's you pretty much just answered it. Yeah. Like, for all of us. So get just the younger people involved more i don't know um moving on that's a good question though because i do think the stadium experience needs to get a little more fun um moving on dream guest to have on the pod this is from alan again dead or alive we can't repeat each other this is 500 500 dead or alive <laughs> yeah dead or alive who wants to go first i can take it um right. this is just personal preference because i love this dude uh but if i can get a completely unfiltered there's two guys actually one football one basketball if i can get a completely unfiltered todd reasing yes that's a good answer and a completely unfiltered kirk heinrich because i think there's some stuff with kirk yeah that the general public just wouldn't like think oh about yeah him. no you know what I mean? no for sure i know what you're saying like yeah right. he's got so if, some stories if he could come in and just do what like jeff graves did for an hour <laughs> yeah. i think that'd be a lot of fun and then Skull todd <laughs> right and todd was just oh Todd's todd saw some things to this day. KU, now I'm i don't sure. know if he could be completely unfiltered because he's in like the corporate world now and i'm yeah. sure he doesn't want that stuff getting out yeah but i mean a completely unfiltered todd raising i think we can get todd on the show sometime oh for sure but Boy, oh boy, if he could just go in and give us a couple hours. I really like Todd as an interest. I think there's an even more obvious answer. JoJo. Oh, wow. So we are all very different because I've got... Embiid would be... Dead or alive? You guys never think of things while we're dead or not alive. (laughs) Wilt was another one, too, that came to mind because Wilt, like the stories of him off the court. Exactly. I mean, that would be bananas. But then it just turns into like an erotica podcast (laughs) hearing about his sex stories. I mean, mean, can you imagine the views or the listens? Hey, guys, we have Wilt on to describe all 10,000 of his (laughs) hookups. While we're talking about Wilt being a guest, which clearly is impossible because he's, you know, dead. We started like a group Breaking. text with we started a group text with Tyshawn when we were trying to figure out what we wanted to happen when he was in town. And the first text Brayton sends is, "Can you get Wilt Chamberlain on for us?" <laughs> so, yeah, well, we're remember, trying, guys. Remember that? Trust me. Uh, remember that journalist that Wiggins or the Big Twelve press conference oh, that was my. like, "Hey, hey, Coach Self has has anyone like Wilt Chamberlain reached out to Andrew to kind of prep him <laughs> for this season?" And Bill was like, "Well." Wilt's dead. Yeah, so. I'm sure he handled it perfectly. <laughs> yeah, Bill was I hilarious. Think, but Joel would be so awesome because he's probably like our best pro. He oh, is our best pro right now. And he's he would just, be great. His personality is unreal. I think from an emotional side, I think T-Rob could be the best one ever. If yeah. we really got him to open up about and stuff. And then I think yeah, another I good one would probably be the twins. I think they would have insanely funny stories and... If they were to open up the Morris Twins. Okay. Well, interesting. I thought we would all kind of have the same ones here. I went dead. I went with Wilt, like we said. Tons of good stories. R.I.P. But for the one, I think, it's Bill Self. But I made mine a little more specific. I said drunk Bill Self. 
I want Bill in here loose, kind of like you know we've had that we drank the Hennessy with Tyshawn and Shrong. You get them a little loosened up. They they like to tell stories more. Like I want Bill Self unfiltered, not necessarily unfiltered, but just like in here having a good time, not doing the typical interview. Hey guys, yeah, just being fun, <laughs> Bill Self, because I've heard Bill Self's a great time. So I want. I'm going to call it Drunk Bill Self on this pod, and he would probably be my dream guest. Well, I don't think this pod is good, but, but I think it's terrific. <laughs> and, and, and I don't appreciate you guys having my, guy, having my guys on here uh, uh, talking about smoking weed and, and, and eating weed brownies. So, so, uh, <laughs> you'd be so funny, Drunk, dude. Sorry, sorry, Bill. Uh, all right, yeah, so... Always good stuff from what the if fake. He, that is good. Listens, that is good. What if you listen to the Tyshawn one? He's like, Tyshawn. No yeah. more brownies, Ty. <laughs> All right. Devontae. Right. We need an episode with him and Devontae. Yes. Oh, uh, man. No matter what, when B-Turn breaks that out, I just die. Uh, moving on, we are done with basketball questions. We are done with football we're moving on to non-sports, and most of these came from my guy, Alan. I'm excited about these. This dude is like just apparently just sits at home and thinks of questions to ask cooking. people. Yeah, I was loving it. Um, so starting off, first one, pretty funny one, favorite Hawk memory. Now, obviously, the Hawk is just like a legendary place in, Can- in Lawrence. Everyone's been there. Everyone's got a story associated with it. Um, B turn. Do you want to start, or you want one of us to start? Yeah. I'll lead off. Okay. I, I really am proud of this one. Okay. It's one of Is my prouder you, moments. This, are you? Saying, <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> I don't need you ruining my story before I tell it. I mean, I hope you're not. Yeah, just go ahead. So no, not Joe in the back oh, of my car. I thought you were just gonna retell that story. No, no, this one's a thousand times better. Oh boy. So stop the eve freshman year. I don't know what I was thinking, but I decided that dressing up as Santa Claus and going to the hawk. Yeah. Would just be an all-time moment. <laughs> and the first part of it, I just regretted it because it was so hot. Oh I mean, I was wearing God, like that cloth top to bottom with a fake beard and a hat. It was bad. Yeah. And <laughs> we uh, we were there for a little bit, um, just hanging out. We ended up in the boom. Typically, how it goes. Obviously. And we're standing there. My buddy uh, Quagmire, Riley Kyle, Bill. He's in the corner throwing up. Three he, names. Yeah. <laughs> he, he had a little too much to drink. Uh, and I'm kind of like, all right, well, we might be getting out of here soon. And my my like back is turned to the bar area. I'm facing like the dance floor. And I hear someone come from behind and say, holy shit, it's Santa. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, boy. here Because I've kind of been hearing people like, oh, why are you dressed as Santa? Yeah. I mean, if you see a guy my size wearing a Santa Claus costume, you're probably going to get some looks. <laughs> Well, and, probably just anyone in a Santa <laughs> right. Claus. But in the back of my mind, I was like, well, that's where like all the VIP guys come in. They don't wait in line. They go through that side door. Oh. And I'm like, okay. So I turn around, and I see Wayne Selden and Andrew Wiggins walking up to me, like coming <laughs> towards us. I'm like, holy shit, this is something. And I'm just like sitting there, and I'm like, what's going on, guys? And they come up. They ask me for a picture. That's awesome. And got a picture with them in the... The that, Santa Claus. That it, is a good story. Yeah, no, it's. That I think good. I have written down here. It's like top ten moment of my life, probably. Yeah, getting asked by Andrew Wiggins <laughs> yeah, and, and Wayne Selden. Like, Wiggins, like, and that, that was so, like before conference season. Yes, like, that goes into mine. Um, I obviously had one where I was like, okay, one of my friends, like, he didn't drink a ton, finally goes out with us one night, and he gets really drunk, and we turn around and we see him peeing in the boom boom room. Like that was a hilarious <laughs> story, but to make mine a little more ku like ku related. I just said, like, early in that school year, like, even before the basketball season started, Andrew Wiggins walking in the Hawk was just, like, 
inexperienced. Like it that just dude was the a whole environment. superstar. Like it was like being in the same room as freaking Barack Obama or Kim Kardashian. Just like I know those are wildly different people, but just like <laughs> you know what I mean. Like mega superstars. Like when he came in that little bar. The pl- place Every would time. go bananas. Every time. It was buzzing. And it was just awesome. Like, people harassed him. Like, he really was just a mega superstar. And I don't know. When I think back on the Hawk, like, I remember I would just stand there and fanboy hard, just like staring at Wiggins from across the room, being like, this is dope that I am here at the same time as yeah, Andrew Wiggins. 50 feet away from a and like future NBA, NBA and then stud. like, or like Embiid's like standing 10 feet from him, too, who's like now obviously. Right. I, even JoJo, bigger than him. He came in. It was my sophomore, junior, I think, and he was um, sort of like after he kind of established himself in the league. He hadn't played a whole lot, but his like personality grew a lot. His yeah. remember when he was trying to get LeBron to come to Philly. Yeah, and, uh, everyone was laughing and stuff. But so I mean, he was plus he was already yoked. So when he came in, then yeah, that was kind of the same feel. Like an actual superstar in the league is in a bar five feet away from me. Yeah, like, that's kind of cool. Yeah, that is, I mean. And actually, one more thing on JoJo. I remember one of my friends got like really drunk one time and walked up to him and was like, "Hey, hey, can I buy you a drink?" And JoJo was like, "Shirley Temple." And then, <laughs> two years later, like it becomes breaking news that like Joel Embiid is like hurt Loves and all he Shirley's. does is drink Shirley Temples. And I was like, "Did we get this man hooked on Shirley Temples? Was, you broke his back. I got him hooked on Shirley Temples." So it was crazy, like how excited every KU fan was about Wiggins. Yeah, it was awesome because like. People literally go to KU for the basketball team. Oh, like, yeah. People go to watch KU basketball. There, yeah, a lot of people do that. And back then, he was like the LeBron. Like, it was oh, like yeah. LeBron-level fame for him. Yeah, me since... Can you imagine if he would have turned out as good as LeBron James, how nude you would be every time watching him? <laughs> yeah. I mean, good God. <laughs> I think, I mean, good God. I want to say sorry to my mother for going to the Jayhawk Cafe so much my freshman year. <laughs> Probably the sole reason... Uh, didn't quite make it at KU. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, God, I think the most, like, exciting night at the Hawk, like, just atmosphere, everyone buzzing, was the night after that Duke game when Wiggins had the dunk. Oh, yeah. And they all – they came, I think they came to the Hawk the next night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yep. everyone in there was just, like – he walked – Because that game was on in. a Tuesday. The next day was dollar night on Wednesday. Yep. Wiggins so. walked in and just, like you said, it would always be – It was just like the whole place just changed. In. Yeah. So that night was awesome, and then I think anytime they win a big game, like I went there the year Josh was a freshman, we beat one at Baylor, that crazy game when Baylor was pretty good. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like that was watching a the Saturday. KU game there, and everyone's just like, I think we clinched the Big 12 that day. Yep, Bill mm-hmm. gave a big fist pump. Yeah. And game. everyone was just amped, like yeah. just watching with all KU fans at the best bar in the country. <laughs> yeah. People like to show on the Hawk as far as like nighttime goes, but if you can get a good afternoon, at the Hawk or the Bull, like that's that's always a good time. Free, yeah. be- free oh, yeah. Bear Friday, you go in, then you stroll down to the Bull and get some five dollar pitchers for and then sure. Probably the a lot times. of probably a lot of fun memories that I don't remember at the Hawk. <laughs> We've or, had a few or, or can't share. Not from alcohol. <laughs> no, 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 no drinking. Um, yeah. So another good question from Alan. Let's see, what was your first KU basketball jersey? In part two of this question was, be specific. I guess he said. Who was your first KU basketball jersey, and what was your favorite one? Kind of like be specific on color, brand, name, type of jersey. Um, I'll start. First one, Jeff Boshi. Shout hey, out. Bosch. Shout out. We need him on the pod. He, he's coming on, baby. Yeah, I think I yeah I had that like old school jersey when he was bald, the circus font one. That was my first one. And then the, But it didn't have his name on the back. And then 
My first one I had, and this is probably my favorite one I had, was a uh, the white Aaron Miles jersey with his name on the back because Aaron Miles is obviously my favorite player back Man. then. So it was great. Love that. An underrated one I wanted to share. I had a J.R. Giddens jersey with those new Bill Self, like the Nike uniforms in 04, I think we wore. Um, when Bill came in, had that one, loved it. So those are my answers for that. I don't know what it is with J.R. Giddens, but all I can think of him is red jersey. Yes. And I, I hope it's not because he got stabbed and like blood and stuff. But Yikes. I just think when I think oh. of J.R. Giddens, I think of red. But no, we had some fire red jerseys sure that year. Yeah, I never had a KU jersey. I don't think growing up. Yikes! I think my first would be like Keith Langford, or I think I I definitely had a red Wayne Simeon. Yeah, like not those the reds were so jerseys, heat. but like the 04 Yes, those Nike mm-hmm. like they were. Kind I was of, kind of have like the blue trim. Yeah. yeah, I was obsessed with Big Dub. Like yeah. Wayne was so awesome with the wristbands and. 20 points a night, but J.R. Giddens, I think I loved him more than anyone growing up. Yes, he was so awesome. I had his so jersey. Athletic. I remember I talked about this on one of the pods, but he, like, it was with Jeff, Jeff Graves. After the game, he came out with, like, an NBA pink headband, and they had a pink Atlanta Hawks shirt oh. on. And, like, the next day I went to the mall and got, like, a pink NBA headband. <laughs> I just thought I thought he was going to be the man. Like yeah. at one point he was a he was going to be a first round. He was. He went, he, he went he like thirtieth. Uh, oh yeah, in he the first was. Round. He yeah. was a first rounder, but out yeah. of KU, like I don't know, he shot the shit out of it when he was here. He, was so yeah, he made that Bill... shot to force OT, right? Yeah, against, against Georgia, Georgia Tech. Tech. Oh yeah, no. Oh f- yeah, yeah. The force OT. I'm talking about Jared. I'm talking about Wayne Simeon still. Uh, you Wayne were talking Summers. about Jared Giddens, my yeah. bad. Yeah. I probably made that really confusing. No, oh, Simeon, yeah, sure did. <laughs> can you imagine Simeon wearing a pink headband? <laughs> yeah, I Walking was very out of confused. Pink Atlanta but I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> okay, wow. No, Yikes. Giddens, I loved. Yeah, Giddens was amazing. He was just—he had some swag with the headband. He could yep. shoot. He could oh, yeah. fucking jump. Yes. It's not KU, but I had a white Dante Hall jersey. Nice, dude. That That's was fire. dope. That was cool. I mean, I didn't have a KU. I don't know what to say. I had a black Carlos Beltran Royals jersey. That was cool. But X Factor, baby. The man. Saw him right. throwback a month ago. Well, why didn't you get him on? He said he's coming on next month. Okay, cool. <laughs> All right. Moving on. Um, you get one beer, one mixed drink for the rest of your life. What do you choose? I think this is you. You got to pick one of the two, right? Or is it I you think pick it was each? just one drink overall. Okay, one drink overall the rest of your life. What are you choosing and why? But it's a beer or mixed drink, so it's got to be alcohol. It's not just like water. No, a liquor drink. Yeah, okay. Alcoholic drink. Go ahead, B-Turn. Goose and Sprite, baby. Ooh, ooh goose and Sprite. I like the goose. Okay, I respect that. So this drink, if you saw me, you wouldn't believe that this is what I would choose. Strawberry. No, disgusting. Uh, give me a cup of water with ice with some Tito's and a couple lemon wedges. I respect that. Give me a, a Tito's vodka water. water. Yeah, vodka yeah. water with lemon. Love it. Tito's is my. I like Tito's over goose. I don't know why. I just do. Tito's is heat. Yeah. yeah. So I'll take. I left a big bottle of Tito's water. and Ozarks this weekend. I'm pissed you left, about it. You've had a Good. bottle, unopened bottle of Captain Morgan in my house for. Yes, three I need months. to get that. No, you don't. Yeah. Well, that's good. Good. That's my answer. That's Captain good. and Coke. Okay. That's Captain good. and good. Coke is mine. Um, <laughs> Stay with that. Yeah. Love a good Captain and Coke. And if I got to drink forever, like that's definitely what I'm going with. Um, I can't even decide on a beer, besides Miller. I'm going with the Sado Sue. Sado Sue. Shout Pale out to Chris Cardizi. Shout out to the CEO of the meeting, Cardizi. Since I'm a KC kid, I'll just go Boulevard Wheat. Yeah. Beers. Can't go Fuck wrong. It. I'm a big uh, 80 Acre guy. Love 80 Acre. Okay. But like that. Anything Boulevard. Oh, yeah. yeah. Can't um, go wrong. 
first celebrity crush. <laughs> Britney Spears. The same one, Britney Spears is the correct answer for anyone our age. That's funny because I le- I told you that I thought that's what mine was. Yeah, I mean, and then she, I texted my mom and she said in all caps, "Britney Spears." She was a legend. I was in kindergarten. Yeah. I was in like kindergarten or first grade at good old Black Bob Elementary in Olathe. Thank God you didn't go to and, FT though. <laughs> Chisholm for life. And uh, supposedly I, like, ripped out a Britney Spears picture out of a magazine at school and, like, oh stuffed it in my, my backpack. Oh, man. Shout out to Britney Spears. Oh, hit, yeah. me, hit me, baby, one more time. It was a banger. But my mom, oh, God, like, yeah. my mom found the picture, and I, like, got all embarrassed and shit and was pissed off. Probably yanking my... Okay. <laughs> all right, A.B. <laughs> little tallywhacker. Okay, A.B., go ahead. I've got a few I couldn't choose from. Uh, I've got three, so I don't know. Wow. The gr- I don't know the girls' names, which is a tough start. Wow, great radio! Yeah, I'm glad so, everyone can figure out who this is. One of them, you guys will probably know, Rookie of the Year, the girl that Rowan Gardner wanted to go after. I always, I was in love with her growing up. What a movie! The second one, this you mean one, Rosenberger. <laughs> Rosenberger. <laughs> Windermere. I thought that was who your uh, celebrity crush would be. All right. Um, We're not about to start quoting Rookie of the Year. Get going. Um, The next one, I don't think anyone is going to know except for a few select people, but the girl from Sandlot 2 was. (laughs) Get out of the studio. And then the third one was Sloan from Ferris Bueller. She was. She Something. was good too. Yeah. So. Sandlot too. What a yeah, I think wild I'm the only answer. one that's ever seen that. But the people that have, that the big doggy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you moron. You imbecile. By the way, when Ain't No Seats is not recording, while we're trying to start recording, we just start quoting Rookie of the Year oh, for God, 30 yeah. minutes straight and never get anything done. So, I'm not about to let that be hot. <laughs> recorded live for everyone to hear. That's right. <laughs> um, all right. Up. The ice cube. Your nowhere seems to be malfunctioning. <laughs> I'll call housekeeping. Nice guy. Moving on. I love this next question. From Alan again. Ideal date, and it can't be sports related, which made this tough because obviously my ideal date is take a chick to like Allenfield House. Chuck E. Cheese. (laughs) AB, you were excited for this. Let's hear it. All right. So this one, a little outside. I like going outside the box. Give me a few bottles of wine. I prefer Riesling. I'm a Riesling kind of guy. Little sweet, but also not too sweet. Todd, yeah, um, <laughs> and then drive about twenty miles outside of any sort of city limits, and just sit on a nice blanket, look up at the stars, and really get to know one each uh, one God, another. Wow, so- I mean that is just such a perfect night, and it's got to be the perfect temperature, crisp. Oh like, yeah, like, <laughs> like I'm, not sit- I'm not sitting outside if it's over eighty degrees. Right, it's got to be like low sixties, upper fifties, like enough to wear a hoodie with some shorts or maybe some light sweats. Yeah, no, for but, the most part, I'm very anti outdoors, so gonna have to disagree. God, but that's just like beautiful to look up and you find all the constellations, the old Big Dipper. All right. But I mean, I, I respect how much thought you put into it. It really wasn't a lot of thought. It just... Yeah, that's true. It's a pretty, I guess, normal date. Um, mine is not like that. I just said, I want to go get drinks. I don't want to go get dinner. I don't want to have that awkward time where you're first meeting someone. I guess it's not an ideal first date, but I'm thinking of it as like a first date. Go out. You don't got to worry about ordering dinner. All that stuff, you just go, you order your drinks, it doesn't matter what you're drinking, you sit there, you talk, and then I wanted to slowly translate it in translate into me and her meeting our friends out at another bar. So like a Friday night, let's get drinks six thirty to eight thirty. But hey, 
Some of my friends are coming out. You want to go meet them? Boom. You go meet them. You have a great night. That's my ideal date. So what you... that guy said. <laughs> what both those guys said. I don't have an answer. All right. Tough. Sorry, You're, you're the only one with a girlfriend. <laughs> um, with your experience playing NCAA video oh, games, boy. football and basketball, what player were you unstoppable with? If you can be specific with the game and year, please do. From Allen again. You uh, go first, right? I'll start. NCAA basketball 2010. That game was so fun. Sharon Collins was so good. So good. And the battles that me and some of my friends would have in my basement, uh, KU versus Kentucky, they had John Wall that year, obviously. So it was literally just Sharon and John Wall going at it. And I think it would literally, like, each of them would score 70 points. Oh, yeah. It was insane. Loved Sharon on that game. For football, I said Vince Young. What was that? NCAA football 06? Five or six. 05. He was just unstoppable. You scramble out to the side, get back, and just take off running down the sideline. Vince Young was unstoppable. That's my answer. You got one, Turner? For basketball, it's S-Dot. Yeah. That game, I played it so much, it's unhealthy. <laughs> I can't even think like who I else was good it. in that game. But <laughs> I played it as recently as like two football, years ago. football, no idea what year, but fucking Reggie Bush, dude. Oh, yes. He was, he was probably that real. same year. Uh, yeah, they yeah. played each other in the title game. Yeah, so wow, that game and was fun. Like Matt Liner, US, USC was so good. Yeah, that's Reggie good was unreal. Yeah. So just a quick story in NCAA ten. <laughs> About three years ago, I was playing that like like a lot. I was playing like the <laughs> three <years> the <laughs> dynasty or the my career or whatever as like the you're the head coach. Yeah. So I got the job at Gonzaga. Oh my god! After leaving Amy Richmond, loves yeah. telling stories about his video games. <laughs> no, this is funny because this has never happened to anyone else. Okay. So I led Richmond to the Final Four. Gonzaga hires me. I had a tough year at Gonzaga. They literally fired me. It came up on the screen. Gonzaga has fired you. Yeah. So I led UMKC to the national championship. But that game, just in general, Sharon was dope. That game. I mean, I think we're all going to go with that. But some of you guys never played NCAA Football 07 with Pat White and Steve Slayton. Pat and White, Boy, dude, does it yes. show. Oh, that I West did. Virginia team. I did. Oh. I started a dynasty with dude. them. Oh, man. They were, oh, that my team God, was Pat so White. so dope. Steve Slayton going out yes. for slants. Right. God, it was or so fun. Or a little, fun. like, halfback freaking God, dude. draw. Oh, my gosh. Pat White was the guy. Mm-hmm. Former right? Royal. People forget that. He was a lefty, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so, that's a good one. They were good that year. They were, that was your I'm KU sure we're was missing up there. Some video oh, game I mean, guys, Pat White was really good. Alan's going to love that answer. Denard Robinson was my dude as a yeah. Michigan fan. He was, that was the last game, right? He was uh, the last cover. Yeah, 2014. Athlete? Yeah. yeah. Um, God, how did he play football without tying his shoes? That's, that is wild. so bananas to me. All right. We got two more questions. They're both pretty fun. I like them. Uh, we're at Brothers. We've had a few too many. Three guys come after you because you were talking to one of their girls. Which two Kansas basketball walk-ons, any area, any era, would you select to fight with you? We can't repeat players. We got to do a snake draft. I think I won the lottery, didn't I? Yeah, go ahead. So this is tough. I think the first pick is fairly obvious. Who is it? Sazinski or Sazinski, whatever Ooh, his name is. That's a I good mean, answer. Six seven played football, still plays football. And okay. I mean, I just that's not uh, my that's a guy that's not I want back first me up. His, his angry football self is that's true. At you, so. Why not go with the tight end when you're right. talking walk-ons only? I've got an answer, and I think I found a loophole for my number one pick. Oh God, Justin Wesley. Jay West. And I'm not gonna lie, I have a friend from high school who actually was 
in a physical altercation with Justin Wesley. No, Will it Chamberlain. Did, it did not go well for my friend. Justin Wesley is a man <laughs> that can fight. Uh, I'm taking Justin Wesley with that was my number be one, one pick. Of my answers. Yeah, I mean he was obviously kind of a walk on because People Keith Keith was playing for he was his. A walk-on. Yeah, so that's mine. Who you got? I don't know. Kleinman or <laughs> Moody. I can't think of any other one. I mean, go with a tall guy. Yeah, I think that's good. Tall guy with some reach, probably. Yeah, Kleinman. Never would fight a soul, but it's I decent. thought the question originally was who would you fight, and I was going to say Moody because he lost us that Mizzou game. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> no, yeah, I think it's people we want fighting with us, right? Yeah, fight with you. Yeah. So, yeah. Because the other guys are approaching you. <sighs> the other two are tough. I don't even know, man. We uh, just need one more. Did Bryant Nash ever walk on i don't think so um yeah that's really tough sorry alan i don't really know maybe was muai young ever a walk on <laughs> young uh i don't, I don't think so i don't know yeah it's these tough. are tough because these I are mean, very I don't, tough no disrespect to lewinstra but i don't want lewinstra backing no, me up. no i don't want him backing me up i don't want tyler self backing me up pressure <laughs> i don't want uh i don't like evan manning i don't I don't want him fighting well, the with me. Problem is, a lot of them are always guards. Yeah, they're nice guys. Like Connor Tehan. I need ooh, Connor Tehan. I feel like you know he's played in some big games, played against big time athletes. I, I bet he could hold his own in a fight. It's not a bad answer. Thank you for letting him follow me. I'll take Brady Morningstar. Ah, that was my second. Honestly, one of my second picks. But I'm taking Connor Tehan. So Justin Wesley, Connor Tehan. Wait, did he walk on or was he a red shirt? I, I don't know. This on. is this is tough. Brady, Brady Morningstar just kind of like went back and forth being on scholarship, yeah. and then his dad would just pay for it all if right, we needed to. Then. Yeah. All right. Last question. All three of us have a competition to stay off social media. What would be the order of us like failing? Who would give in first and get on social media? Um, but here's the punishments. The first one to lose can never attend or follow a live KU sporting event ever again. Second can only follow... KU events on Twitter forever, and then the third obviously is the winner, and you have no punishment. I think we all know who's losing. It's the person sitting on his phone right now while we're recording. B turn right, like we would for sure beat him. I, staying I off think so. social media, you guys would easily beat me. Yeah, you just can't. Yeah. This man's on you his just phone. Me, this man's on his phone more than anyone. I'm on my phone a lot, but like this dude, living, he could not stay off his phone. So living on the phone. Uh, <laughs> I I honestly think I think AB would beat me. I think so too, and I I know I wouldn't be great at staying off. But this is the thing, though, is I think you guys are like more deep down passionate than I. You guys know more about KU sports than I am, so you have to factor that in too. Like I think, based off fear of punishment, yeah, like you and Braden might have the upper hand on me. That's true. Based on not wanting to deal with people and see what people have to say and being on social <laughs> media, I think I have the upper hand on you guys. Yeah, I I think I could ha- maybe handle only following KU events on Twitter. That would suck. But when it came to the competition, like God, staying off would be really hard to go against you. Like I feel like you could maybe go forever. So. I, I feel like you've given up Twitter before. So I have, and I'm in a little mood right now. I was telling you guys earlier, I just don't like my phone. Like, yeah. I just mute everything, and I just, you know. Yeah. I think I could shut it down pretty easily for a little bit, but I just don't know, like, a time frame of how long this would last. Mm-hmm. Because, like, especially with us, with the pod, like, how are we going to do the pod but not promote it on social media? <laughs> yeah, that'd be so tough. Like... We'd have to hire someone to do it for us. Right. Yeah, that's a tough question. I'm very confident we would both be B-turn, though. So we, yeah, for so we sh- can at least follow the yeah, sport. That's yeah, cool. we at least get to follow the sport. B-turn would have to, like, get into wrestling. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, 
Q and A episode. That was fun. It was a I little actually, different. Yeah, I actually really enjoyed that. Good questions from everybody. I think some more people sending questions today that we weren't able to get to. But obviously, it's the summertime. Not a ton going on, so who knows? In a few weeks, we might go into another Q&A episode, and we'll be able to answer those this time. So, I don't know. I had a lot of fun. A, B, B, turn. You guys have anything else? Buy some shirts. Self 2020. Yes. Sports. Yes. All right, folks. Thank you for listening. We'll be back. I don't know. Maybe next week we're working on getting some guests, everything like that. So certainly keep listening. Subscribe, review, throw us a follow on Twitter and Instagram if you haven't by now. And again, buy a shirt, self 2020. That's it. Rockstar KU. <laughs>